Blog Talk Radio. What about tomorrow? Time for us to start winning is now, 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 now. At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. You got to run the ball. Stop the run, you run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. Early, early. And you got to pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon, Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. 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 Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football Giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants. Say Quan Barkley, aka the Golden Child. <laughs> the do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like I'm asking you for real. Really? But do you know who he is? J Rock. J Rock. J Rock. You saying we going sixteen or huh? Sixteen and old, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You. You know we just drafted the Messiah. Obi, the one and only, Shakes Montana. Now, is that man with a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana.
We are here at the Nacho Average Tuesday hour, two hours, maybe three, depending on how we feel. Um, it is Nacho Average Tuesday, presented by the Shakedown, 914-205-5796. That's the number to call. Go ahead and push that number one if you want to talk to us, or you can just sit on hold and listen to this wonderful, wonderful Tuesday we have lined up for you. Um Today's topics will be the New York Giants, the New York Jets, the Buffalo Bills, the state of New York on a winning on a winning weekend. Um, big stuff to talk about. Um, we will get into the Urban Meyer news. We will also get into the looking into week five, what we have going on. Again, if you've read the the little the little the little thing I put up, are the Cardinals for real? Can Mac Jones be a franchise starting quarterback in this league? Did he prove enough on Sunday night? Um, and then, of course, we'll also get into your New York Giants and all the things concerning their Week 5 matchup against that defense and Diggs and them boys in, in Dallas. Um, we'll also get into some real Super Bowl contenders I believe we have going into Week 5. Um, no Fugazis, in my opinion, um, just teams that I think can really make a big push um, and, and go forward uh, into the into the uh, postseason and make a run. Um, again, like we do every Tuesday, we will run through all of the games uh, from the weekend scores and all that good stuff. We'll start with Monday night, the Chargers go, staying at home, uh, keeping, I think, taking a stranglehold, of, not stranglehold, but taking a hold of first place in the AFC West. Chargers defeat the Raiders 28-14. to uh, Sunday night football uh, in a game where Mac Jones, I think, proved he could be a quarterback in this league, uh, but his team loses by 219-17 to to the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Uh, Packers victorious against the Steelers 27-17. Uh, the Broncos uh, losing that zero, losing to the Ravens, keeping their 100 100 yards per game, uh, rushing streak alive. Instead of kneeling for it at the end there, we'll get into that as well. 23-7 to Ravens over the Broncos. Uh, Seahawks uh, up early, uh, able to sustain the lead, 28-21 over the Niners, uh, which I think, uh, which most people think, I did not think the shock of the weekend, 37-20 uh, Arizona Cardinals over the, uh, I was going to say St. Louis, over the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Philly beating your division rival, uh, Philadelphia Eagle or Philadelphia losing. Uh, I always say that. I don't get this. Whatever. Just whatever. Chiefs, 42. Eagles, 30. All you need to know. Uh, Panthers losing that zero as well. Losing to the Cowboys, 36 to 28. No offense what to speak of in this game as we're speaking of the Browns and the Vikings. Uh, Browns beating the Vikings, 14 to 7. Uh, moving on to another division foes of mine. The Lions losing to the Bears. I did not see that one coming. Um, but I guess, you know, it is what it is. 24-14 Bears over the Lions. Um, the second uh, shutout for the Buffalo Bills in the last three weeks, I believe it's 118-21. to They have outscored their opponents over the last three weeks, 40-0 uh, over the Texans. Uh, Dolphins losing 17-27 to to the, to the two sprains, uh, Carson Wentz Colts. Um, and also uh, we have uh, – the Falcons losing to the Washington football team, 34-30. Um, and then, of course, the Thursday night game we all know about. Uh, Bengals pulling it out late, 24-21. That is your week four uh, scores. Um, 
we do have shakes with us live, so whenever he feels like hopping in, I'm sure he will. Um, uh, my main man, Shakes Montana, on this not-so-average uh, Tuesday. Uh, to me, uh, the big games that, that really stick out to me um, in, in, in performance-wise would be the Patriots and the Buccaneers game and the Arizona Cardinals-LA uh, Rams game. Um, last night's Monday night football game, I think kind of went as, as we all kind of thought it would go, um, with the way that, uh, with the way that it, uh, it, 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 it moves forward, um, with Herbert and, and that AFC West, uh, I think we're looking at a division that is no longer locked up, uh, by Pat Mahomes and them boys in Kansas city, which is something very, very, very interesting, especially once, since I was told, uh, they were going to run that division for the next 10 to 15 years. That's why they, that's why they underpaid uh, Patrick Mahomes for the next 10 years. And yes, I said underpaid um, when guys are making 50, $60 million here in the next, uh, you know, five years and he's still stuck at 40. That's on him. Uh, to me, those two games stand out. I'm sure there's other games. Uh, we'll get into the late game. I don't want to call them shenanigans, but uh you know, John Harbaugh wanting to sustain that 100 uh, rushing per game uh, stat made a lot of people in Vegas money, I'm sure, who betted on that prop. Um, Broncos, uh, Dick Fangio. What'd you say? I, I want to speak on that, but go ahead and finish what you had to say. No worries. I'll, 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 stop, I'll stop talking about this, and then you can go ahead right ahead. Um, that right there is a game that I foreseen coming. Ravens taking over. John Harbaugh keeping that 100. Uh, like I said, 100-yard streak alive and doing uh, what he had to do. Is it wrong? Is it right? Vic Fangio, not happy about it. You're already winning. You could be in victory formation in a, in a, in a world where fantasy football teams lose on kneel downs and victory formations unless you have it fixed in your settings. Um, I am all for these guys trying to go for 100 yards and especially if I had that prop bet in Vegas of them continuing the streak oh my goodness I'm betting tenfold last week and this week man they could break it this week I think they tied it so they could break it this week and oh that's a good one shakes you had some thoughts on that game on that on maybe that particular play is it disrespectful should you go into victory formation I already know what you're gonna say but enlighten us on what you think John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, and them boys, RPO, running it, need three, get five, end the game. Disrespect, respect, what you got? Uh, I was watching this game, um, of course. Uh, it was after the uh, Giant game and all that good shit. So I was watching this game, and, of course, I'm rooting for the Ravens. And... I already knew it was going to be a defensive game. And I already knew that Denver don't allow a lot of rushing. And I ain't even going to the game thinking about the rushing streak or record. But um, I say after the half, maybe in the third quarter, they mentioned it. And... I was actually laying down, you know, relaxing, being happy off the win. And of the Giants, you know what I mean, being specific. But um, I'm happy off that, and I'm chilling, I'm relaxing. 
and I'm still just, you know, watching the game or whatever. And when they mentioned it, I was like, oh, man, they need that street. And so they, they, they said where they was at right at that point, um, how much um, yards it was. And then um, they were saying, uh, what, you know, what the, the record and the streak was all about, um, 42 straight games of rushing over 100 yards. And the team that had the record was Pittsburgh Steelers. And one of the commentators says that they remember that Steelers team or whatever and he's talking about it or whatever. So at that point, I was like, oh, no, we got to get that record. We got to get that. And um, to me personally, even if I wasn't a um, Raven fan or rooting for the Ravens, I still would wanted to see them get that record because the main thing about me, and I tell fans all the time, yeah, you can hate these players, and yeah, you can hate these teams and all that good shit. I mean, because usually when teams win so much, they they start to become the hated, right? Um, Dark Knight shit, right? But um, when in in that, right, like the Tom Brady's, you know, we're watching history. And that's what I, I always try to make people come down to earth and, and realize. In this moment, bro, you're watching history right now. It's something that they're going to be talking about 30, 20 years down the line, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. So to witness history is a big thing to me. So when I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, man, they got to get this record. And then, you know, it was the fourth quarter. I think they had their last drive, right? And they they was like, oh, they was like 20-something away or some shit. And they get all the way down, and then they score, I believe. The Ravens scored. Um, but they were about five, five yards down, I believe, something like that, five or six yards down. And I was like, oh, man. But in, in the time... I was looking at the time, and I'm like, oh, they ain't going to get the ball back. Um, so I don't remember whether it was a, a loss on downs or was it a turnover, but we get the ball back with enough time. And I'm like, oh, they got to go for the record. They got to go for the record. I'm like, they got to do it. Don't kneel. Please don't kneel. And then when I seen Lamar break out and went for it, and then dove and got exact, well, not exact, I think got one yard over. But I'm like, yeah, scream. Like, it was it was awesome because I wanted to see them break that record, and I thought I wasn't going to be able to see it. I thought it was going to come to an end just like that. And I'm like, no, that's, that's unfortunate. But then when they got that shot, I was like, please, go for the record. You got to. And so to talk about it is, I think that that record means a lot to them, especially, um, you know, it, it says a lot for the organization. Um, it puts your organization in the record books. And not only that, though, to break the record from a team that you despise, that you hate, of course you want that record. You want that record. You don't want them to keep that record. Fuck that. You want to take that record, and it's going to be yours. So, yeah, that record meant a lot. 
and whoever was mad about it, I don't know why you're mad about it. Um, if it maybe if you lost money, I guess. But if you um, Denver Broncos or any of them motherfuckers, like, bro, y'all gotta calm down, bro. Have several seats, bro, because this is records. You know what I mean? This is this is history you're talking about here. Of course they're gonna take that chance. Of course they should have took that chance. And if they didn't, I would have been disgusted and upset with it. That's what I wanted to say about it. I had a whole story about it. No, I mean, it, it, it makes 100% sense. I mean, when you're talking about uh, division rivalries, rivalries just like that, um, you're talking about uh, just, you know, pure hatred, um, stepping outside, so if your background gets a little crazy, sorry. Uh, the the to me, I can't be mad at it. Again, like I said, that doesn't matter if you're fighting against uh, division rival or just any other team in the NFL. Um, it, it, you're trying to do something that hasn't been done. Um, I believe it's tie the record at 43. They can beat it with 44 next week. Um, this to me is something that you're going to want to do regardless of who you are. I mean. Yes, it does make it easier to say, look, they're winning. So, of course, go for that. But it would be a lot different if they were losing. This wasn't a winning team. Now, I don't think, obviously, you could probably rush for 100 yards and 43 straight games if you're a losing culture. But it to me, it, it's just you, you go out there and do it. And, and, again, this is the same thing that, you know, Cam Newton had to deal with. This is the same thing that – you know, prime time had to deal with that. Randy Moss had to deal with. You don't want me to do this, whatever it may be. Rush the ball, pass the ball, celebrate, catch the ball. Don't let me do it. You don't want him to celebrate. You line up and you take him out, and he doesn't rush for five fucking yards on one play. He rushes for two yards, and they get ninety-nine yards. And then you can sit there and go, "Look, they tried it, and we stopped them. But they tried it, and they got it, and you mad because they were beating you already." And look, this is we we are we can get into this game a little bit more if you want. Twenty five possessions by both teams. Twenty four if you don't count the last one for five yards. It's one play, five yards. That's the last drive by the Ravens. Seventeen ended in punts, and I believe one or two ended in interceptions. So nineteen out of the twenty four drives didn't end in anything. It's a defensive game. I get it. They you know, you feel like you, you, you did your best. They just got, you know, whatever, lucky a few times. You're mad. You know, it is what it is, dude. You, they want to um, be mad at at the Ravens oh. for for doing that. That's their own fault. You got to stop them. You don't want them to do that. You stop them. And there's no rule that says I'm winning late in the game, so I got to put it in victory formation and let you guys, you know, get, you know, get the stat of you guys stop the Ravens from being. Uh, you know, rushing for 200 or rushing 100 yards. Like, if you don't want it, you stop it. I'm sorry. Were you going to say something there, Shay? Oh, yeah. No, <clears throat> I was just um, I was just going to go down the line of um, what I thought about these uh, this week's games. I was just letting you finish what you had to say. Uh, yes, sir. I mean, there, there is there is enough of 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 talking to go around i mean is there a specific game you want to jump to or i can oh. just run down this list oh. and we can you can just tell me what you think of, of everyone if you want i mean it's up to you 
Yeah, um, well, this is what I was going to do because I'm already looking at it. So, um, of course, I'll start with the Thursday matchup and um, the Cincinnati-Jacksonville game was great. Um, it, you know, you look at those records or you look at those teams because the records, Cincinnati got a good record. But if you look at those teams and you're like, oh, man, that's a, that's a dud game. I don't even want to watch that, right? But then you look into it deeper and you say, oh, shit, hold up. Two number one overall pick quarterbacks going against each other. So you got the future going against each other. It's like a prequel. You know what I'm saying? You get to watch this shit. And um, these, even though Jacksonville has their problems, they could be exciting teams. If everything clicks, they you watch them, they could be an exciting team to watch. Um, and, and Cincinnati looks like an exciting team to watch. Um, looking at them offensively, especially if Mixon gets back healthy, um, offensively, they look very good, and, and you would want to watch them. So when I, I, I thought about it deep, I'm like, okay, yeah, I am kind of a little interested in this game. And then Jacksonville jumped off to – uh, early lead, and that everybody was picking Cincinnati. I'm like, oh shit, this is crazy, right? So that was exciting, and then to see Cincinnati crawl right back into the game and win the game, great game, man. So um, shout out to Cincinnati. That was a good game, even though on paper it looks like ugh, but yeah, it it was alright, man. Um, the Jets and the Tennessee Titans. That's a shocker for me. I, I. I kind of believe in this Titan team um, just because I love defensive type of teams, but I'm not a fan of them. I don't root for them, but I believe that they are a tough team. So to see the Jets play them the way they played them and win the game, even though my dad is a Jet fan, so I was watching the, the OT, the end of OT of the game. And he's sitting there like, man, like, I would have went for it. Um, they went for a field goal on OT. He said, I would have went for that touchdown because at first they was, like, inches away, and then I think they got a penalty, which put them back five yards, and then they just end up getting a field goal. My dad said he, he, they should have went for it um, instead of uh, some other player fucked up. Anyway, right? So they – um. They end up marching down the field, and I'm like, oh, man. He's like, see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Life as a Jet fan. And I'm like, shit, you talking to a Giant fan. I'm like, fuck you. He crying with me the river and shit. Fuck that. So I'm watching it and shit, and I'm just like, damn, man. And then they end up settling because the time was clicking down and shit. And I'm like, damn, what the fuck is they doing? And they kept getting um, first downs. Off of fourth downs in that that um, drive, because they had them fourth and three and fourth and two, I believe, and they got them both times with Derrick Henry, and I'm like, oh man, like can't stop that motherfucker, right? So they get down and they end up settling for a field goal because the time is running out. So I'm like, oh man, they're gonna settle for a fucking tie? Like who the fuck does that? Like that shit is whack. You know what I mean? Like. Go for the win or go for the loss. Like, who's going for a tie? 
So I'm tripping about that. And then when he kicks it, he misses it. So I'm like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's why you don't go for no fucking tie, bro. Like, you know, but um, great game in that aspect. Kansas City and um, Philly, man, I'm happy about real, that real, shit. real quick, real quick before mm-hmm. we uh, ahead, move on from real quick before uh-huh. move on from that game. I think there's a big, um, there's a big storyline around this. Um, uh, there's a big storyline around uh, Jacksonville, um, specifically their head coach. Uh-huh. Um, uh, this is we're gonna get a little it. bit away from football here. Uh, we're gonna get he a little bit it. into some real world stuff right. going on. Well, we're gonna wait get... for that topic, but you can go ahead. It's Nationals Tuesday. Go ahead. <laughs> we went on the game, and actually, you know what? Actually, the way that it's working out, it works out even better. I have E, the chosen one, on the line with us. We'll get his thoughts uh, on the game itself. Um, and then we will save those extracurriculars until after we go over these games because I believe the game thoughts are going to be a lot faster and a lot less talking than um, good old Feely Hands, Mr. Urban Meyer's topic. So, Edith Chosen One, I believe this is you. Welcome. If you're with us, say your piece. Um, real quickly, 914-205-5796. Go ahead and hit the number one if you want to talk, or you can just sit on mute and listen. Uh, e, how are you doing today? I'm good, brothers. Just checking in with you guys, you know what I mean, on this special day again. I want to make sure that it's on air and everybody is able to give her a great round of applause. Today is the woman that I love birthday. I won't say her age because that's just not what it is, but today is the Queen's Day. So if you could hit that applause button, Nacho, I would appreciate that. And that's all the applause that she needs because she still ain't cooking. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. That was too low. That was too low. That was too loud. Somewhere in the middle. I ain't going to put you in. No, listen. (laughs) It's all about. That's all that matters. So, once again, that's what's up. Um, My thoughts on the Giants game is this. I'm going to say Oh, we're not on there yet. We're not on there yet. We were talking... Okay, we were talking. So I'm gonna uh, go straight to that. I know we got. That's gonna take too much time. We're running through the week four games, non-Giants game. Um, we started with Jacksonville, uh, Cincinnati. We already went over it on Friday, okay, uh, but Shakes gave his I'll, stuff. I'll so we see what these two young men are gonna become, and they're both my sons. And obviously, I'm talking about the quarterbacks. We see one young man with a team that is a little bit better than the other young man's team which Cincinnati has a better team than Jacksonville. Better receivers, better defense, better running back, right? So all you got to do is look at it like this. Give Trevor Lawrence a Jamar Chase and a Joe Mixon and a little bit of more defense. And them guys would have had, you know, uh, a game that probably either way and could have went either way. But week to week to week, Trevor Lawrence is getting better. Joe Burrow is showing that he's a number one pick. Trevor Lawrence is showing that he's a number one pick. When you look at them, you don't look at, oh, my God, a disgrace for quarterbacks. You look at potential. You look at building a team. You look at these guys being able to carry franchise. So that was a game for rookies to, you know, well, rookie and a second-year player to go at it, potential games. Good luck. Had nothing wrong with that. Chose Cincinnati, so I won all my pick and that was it for that game. 
I believe Shakes was going to discuss the Philly game. I think that's what's next. I think we should probably stick with your division as oh, well since oh, it works out. I had just went over the Jets and Tennessee game, so he can go ahead and go over that one. Yeah, as well. uh, 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 yeah, if he wants to. Oh, um, oh no, you, I didn't, you want I didn't to know, know real quick about the Philly game, right? Fuck him. Thank you for losing. Bye. Keep it moving. Yeah, hey, I didn't even work get for me. Uh, go on the Philly game. Yeah, I just finished the Jet game and then he. Yeah, yeah, I was I was skipping ahead. I wasn't trying to get into every single game by every single person. I just kind of the big highlights of the games. But that is a big highlight uh, game with the Jets winning that. We all didn't think uh, your your thoughts on it. Um, and then I'll ask you about the the decision to keep the 100 yard streak alive in the in the Ravens game as well. And then we'll hop right into uh, Shakes' Philly and Chiefs uh, breakdown. You're going to have to say that again because I was muting myself because I didn't want the GPS to bother the conversation. So, what would you <laughs> just, go, just go ahead and give us a rundown of your thoughts of the Titans and the Jets game, and then your thoughts on – we'll do this a compound one. Also, oh, your thoughts again. on the Ravens win and them running it at the end to keep the 100-yard streak alive and Big Fangio's upsetness and of disrespect. A two-part question Who there, sorry. Well, I, I, could, I could go in reverse, too. I'll start with Fangio's upsetness. Who cares? So what? Deal with it. That's what happens. You don't like it? Stop it. That's how football goes, right? <laughs> you don't like something? Yes, sir. Nobody respects nobody no more. He's the millennium. Nobody cares. People run up points. People run up scores. Only older teams with older quarterbacks that understand the tradition of showing respect to your opponent does things like that. They want to keep their streak? So what? Stop them. Feel me? Shouldn't have got the 99 yards. If you ain't like them getting over 100, that's your fault. Your defense failed you, and that's it. And deal with that. So what? Dan Gio. Nobody care. And the Jack game, anything you have to say about that? Yeah. Um, fuck you, Corey Davis, for acting like that all up until those weeks where I benched you and then you want to give somebody 24 points and act stupid. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was a good win for them because they needed something for New York, and it helped out because we won, they won, and the Bills won. So it was a New York City, New York State, New Jersey victory all in all, you know. And Zach Wilson did show that he's a pick, number two pick for a reason. He's not a bum. It's just that his team, you know, is young. They got to get together, camaraderie, all the things that a rookie quarterback has to show with potential. And he's living in Sam Darnold's world, and that's what it is. Nothing me, more, nothing less. Say, he's living in Sam Darnold's world. That's all. Let me say something to you, E. Um, last week you were shopping and, and trying to give away Corey Davis. I would have took him if my wide receivers ain't the, what they doing, right? I, I got some beast wide receivers. You've you seen them, right? But I started Corey Davis in my money league. That we don't, it's not involved with us. That I got with my dad, right? I started Corey Davis, and my mantra and my thought process was two reasons, and I didn't want to tell you this, because I think I was facing you. But for two reasons, right? That I was sitting there like, Corey Davis is definitely a start this week against the Titans. For one. It's his old team. Of course he's going to want to have a great game. Of course he is going to have a great game. The team is going to want him to have a great game. That's number one. Number two, number two, 
Jamison Crowder was back this week. And see, when Corey Davis was doing what he was doing in preseason, notice that Crowder was there. It opens it up for Davis. Dave Crowder wasn't there the first three games. Everything was on Davis, all the attention. He had double teams on him. He, and it, that's not good for Davis. He's not that type of wide receiver. Let it open up for him. He's awesome. So Crowder came back. Then you see Davis have a great game. Going forward, Davis will have a better season because of Jamison Crowder. So keep Davis. Um, that's my, that's my that conversation. I wasn't, he's not in, I never had him in um, the championship league with you. Okay. So he wasn't, he, I wasn't facing I, you. I, I, I could have gave you that, Jewel, but I didn't. No, Sorry. no, no. I won with his ass on the bench. Okay, so it I didn't matter. I won. Yeah, matter. I won. I beat Breezy. Good. He's Good. on the bench with Breezy. But going forward, yes. Right. Keep going Corey forward. Davis. Yeah, and I'm he's going to be him. awesome. I'm going to keep him in that one league. He's going to stay in that one league. That's it. If anybody want Corey Davis, holla at your boy. Because the, the other oh, league buddy. is too tough. The other leagues is too tough for him to be nine and eleven. I can't do that against y'all in them other leagues. One, we could be yeah, yeah, yeah. But that championship league, nah, nah, nah. nah. Mm. And, 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 and and we will get into the the fantasy talk a little later with Shakes uh, giving us our scores and and everything from the fantasy leagues. I don't know if he still wants to do that today. We will check yeah, out will. later with him on that. Um, I will. Awesome, awesome. Also on the line with us, um, the one and only LRP. Um, I think you know ears are ringing and, and things of that nature because we're sitting here talking about the New York Jets and the Tennessee Titan game. Um, you know, you get the win. For your son, Zach Wilson, he's got, was it, 21 for 34, I think, or 33, somewhere on there, about 290 yards, I think it was, uh, two touchdowns, one interception, a QBR 41.9, and gets the victory. So, what do you feel about your man? Is this the thing? I mean, he still leads the league in interceptions. We're going to work on that. Um, but, again, Tennessee, supposed to be a juggernaut. AFC Championship competitor, New York Jets give them their, I don't think it's their first loss, but a really big loss uh, considering they're supposed to win by double digits. LRP, let us know how you feel. Uh, And then, of course, uh, we have some other games to discuss as well. Sweet, man. What's up? Peace to the guys. Peace to the earth. What's going on, Big Blue Nation? What up? Shakedown crew of America. Man, that just game boy. Zach Wilson, I'm telling you, the kid, just going on what you said, yeah, he, QBR and the first half, but the kid is learning. That's what I loved about this game and I loved about this dude. Third quarter and fourth quarter, then he made he made the adjustments, they made the adjustments, and he showed up. The kid is lightning in the bottle. He's a fucking star. I told you, he's a fucking star. Fuck all the football. Excuse my language. All right, hold on. All right, let me calm down. I don't want to come in there. I came in too fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, came in too fast. My bad. But excluding all the expletives, the dude is lightning in the bottle. He's a star. 
you know, the way he throws the, the football, you know, the velocity. I mean, I'm telling you, the the background of footwork on his toes, man. This kid is on his toes, you know, and he's reading and he's darting and he's throwing. So it was, look, I, I rolled with my children. I believed in these kids. I wanted them on my team. So why wouldn't I pick them? You know, I don't care who they facing. I, I, I'm rocking with my these dudes, man. You know, so Corey Davis, you know. So, hey, it's a great, great last I wish I would have goddamn bet. I'm telling you, you know. Hey, but Roy said it's okay to live with a regret. So, all right, Royce, I'm going to live with a regret or two. But goddamn, boy, I could have had a stimmy. If I actually would have put this brain to monetize this brain for a weekend, I've been see, I've been having weekend amnesia. John's got me all fucked up in the game, so now I don't know what to do with this talent. But for right now, I'm gonna let it simmer and let the brothers take over. I'm here. That was my opening. Shouts out to Zach Wilson. Shouts out to Kyler Murray. Y'all keep doing it, Isaiah Simmons. I see you. And if they let Jared Patterson in Washington get some burn, it's gonna be a problem. Mm-mm-mm. Some Hello, games we will get into. Oh, oh. Yes, sir. Shakes, my oh. friend. It's been a minute since we heard you speak. I think literally been a minute. Um, Chiefs, Eagles. Let us know how you feel. And we already know how E feels. Fuck them. Let us know. 42 to 30. Chiefs get a touchdown or Eagles get a touchdown taken off the board because of a knee, I think, or something. Or something crazy there at the end. Uh, Chiefs finally cover. Uh, anything about this game stick out to you? Crazy for you? I think you were trying to get into it before I stopped you there earlier. Yeah. Um. Again, um, going to this game or going into this game, of course, I want Kansas City to beat the shit out of them. And um, I had a lot of Chiefs on fantasy. Cry um, Edwards Alaire. Tyreek Hill, I started McCole Hartman. I was like, man, I'm expecting them to fucking beat their ass, man. And so for them to put up 42 points, definitely um, great. Yeah, I mean, that was great on their behalf. Um, but I also knew this, uh, that Kansas City was going to play like this with Andy Reid going back to Philly. You know what I'm saying? And they were going to play lights out and 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 play their hardest for their coach. It meant a lot for the coach, so it meant a lot to the team. So I didn't have no doubt in my mind that the Chiefs was going to fuck these boys up. Now, what I'm happy about is Tyree Hill almost getting 200 yards and three touchdowns in the damn game. I mean, good Talk good. about it. Look, Talk you know about it. Good, good, good mother. Talking you know about it. Now, the, the the irony in that is... Good, good, good mother. Here's the irony, bro. And we're going to get into the fantasy and all that. But here's the irony. I faced J-Rock in two leagues, right? I faced J-Rock in two leagues. League one and league three. In league one, he had Tyreek Hill. With my eyes. I traded him that motherfucker. And he went and whipped me with the dude I traded him. 
right? But then in League Three, I had Tyreek Hill. And I put the bang thing on him. Right? <laughs> so the irony in that, right, is that I'm rooting, but then I can't root, but then I got to root because, I, you know what I mean? So Tyreek Hill made him beat me, which Tyreek Hill made me beat him. So shout out to Tyreek oh, Hill giving so W's everybody and pause on all that. Not to jump over, but so conflicted this weekend with all the madness of who to root for or who not to root for because I got the same guy he got. But I need this guy to do a little bit more so I can mm-hmm. be him. Right. <sighs> yeah, it was. It was like that. But shout-outs to Kansas City um, for whipping that ass. That's it, all I got to say about that. I'm happy about that. Um, definitely ready to move on to the next matchup, but y'all can go ahead and take on the Chiefs and the Eagles if y'all want to. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we we pretty much covered it uh, there, E, with the fuck em. I mean, LRP, I don't think you would have pretty much else to say other than fuck the Eagles, correct? Yeah. Let's see. Here we go. We'll move on to another game that I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure fuck them is going to be said. Uh, the Carolina Panthers lost to the Dallas Cowboys 36-28. to We're going to get into this game because the next game will obviously Big Blue. We've done enough not talking about them, and I can hear it in your voices. So this being your week five opponent, the Dallas Cowboys, they go in and take on the undefeated best defense in all of the NFL, and they make them look like the Carolina Kitty Cats. Any thoughts? We will start with Mr. LRP. You just got here. Um, any thoughts on this game? Did you watch this game, or did you just look at the score and say, well, we're in for it next week? I'm back around. My tranquility just got interrupted. Oh, sorry, sorry. Pretty much what I said was uh, the Dallas Cowboys turned the Carolina Panthers into the Carolina Kitty Cats no, on I... defense. And no, sir, do sorry. you have anything to yeah. say about this game? Oh, I got you. Can you hear me now? Can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. Sorry. Sweet. So what I was saying was come back around to me because my tranquility just got interrupted. So ten, ten four, ten four. Ten four. Understandable, sir. Uh, one hundred percent. Got you. Um, Shakes. Why don't you go ahead and lead T off for us? Lead back with the Yankees and the Boston Red Sox playing tonight in the wild card game. Why don't you lead off for me? Carolina Panthers, you already heard it all. Just tell me what you want to say. Yeah, going into this game, um, felt like something had to give, right? Um, The media wants to uh, Kareem all over the Dallas Cowboys chug, right? And... That's all the time. But Carolina's defense, they was also careening on the job, right? Number one, number one D and all this other shit, right? Um, mm-hmm. So something had to give. Something had to give. And I was definitely interested to see which one gave, right? Um, which one was for real. Um, upset that... <laughs> That uh, the answer is Dallas, right? Like that's that's upsetting to know. Like oh shit, you know what I mean? Like damn, they went and and faced a defense that everybody's Google Gaga for, and then they spank them. 
You know what I mean? Like, not, not, not no close game, not no 10-7 win, not no 17-10 win. Fuck it, 36-28? Is this your king? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this your king? Fucking, you know, you're supposed to be the top defense, you're killing the 36? What are you doing? So, um, very upsetting. Very upsetting in that. Uh, but we, you know, I kind of really do want to face a Dallas team that is riding on this, their nose being stuck up and, and being like, yeah, we contenders. I want that Dallas team instead of a Dallas team that just got spanked by a Panther team, right? And now they they questioning themselves, and now they must win, and now they going to face us, and they like fuck that, we gotta beat these motherfuckers. I don't want that attitude from them. I want them to be like this. I want them to sit there and be like, oh yeah, we better than everybody, so we can come in there and spank that ass. So that's what I feel about that game. Fuck Carolina. Um, they definitely a def- different team without CMC, and it shows. Exactly. I mean, uh, that was the biggest question last year, and I think the reason why um, a lot of people had questions about Teddy B being being shipped off because of the production he had, uh, he was going to have a healthy CMC this year, um, and, and those things, it's, it's, a, it's a mind-boggling thing, the way that that, that works. Again, uh, you go and you look at this game, and you must think that Ezekiel Elliott and his team listens to the shakedown because I spent the entire better half of 20 minutes ripping him a new one, and he just goes out and puts 20 carries for 143 up and a touchdown. Total team yards, I think it's about 250, um, 245, um, and and they ran all over a defense that was number one in the league. Um, and passing the football, uh, yeah, 188, it's, it's not a lot at all. But 14 for 22 and four touchdowns. You, you, Dak Prescott was precise. He did what he had to do when he had to do it, and he made the right reads. And, and 130 passer rating, 88.2 QBR. That's what you want. That's what you want from your quarterback, week in and week out. And that man tends to do that all the time. Uh, every week, uh, you know, Dak seems to do a lot, and, and he gets, you know, downtrodden that defense has stepped up Diggs is that boy that sorry Diggs is that man um the Diggs family oh that's awesome we could talk about that later but just just to sit here um and to be one of the people that spoke about this team last year in Dallas and go look man it is what it is that offense is going to drop 30 35 40 and that defense is going to give up 45 that shit ain't happening no more. And granted, they gave up 28 to a Carolina and Sam Darnold team um, that I don't think has the the offensive firepower. Um, but again, you can give up 28 when you drop in 36, 40, 38, 37 a week. So that defense has gotten better. They're definitely not going to be a shut them down, you know, 12 points per game defense. But that offense is going to allow them to win a lot of games by giving up 24 and 27, 28 points. And we see it. So I, I'm just not happy. 
um, because anything Dallas does that's good is not good for me because I hate Dallas in general. Um, granted, my team, team seems to beat them every time we meet lately. Um, that's beyond the point. I don't like the fact that I got to listen and talk about this team. And then now it looks the fact that that defense seems to got their head out of their ass. So just enough uh, to help that offense win some games. And look, it's, it's, it's one thing uh, when, you know, Dak goes out last year and they're, you know, 0 and 4, I think, or what was it? 0 and 4, 1 and 3 or 1 and 5 before he gets hurt. But that offense looks the exact same as it did in those four or five games. And now it just got better. I don't say exact same, but it looks the same and better. Um, they got all the guys there, and it's just enough glowing about them. And then, again, Ezekiel Elliott seems to know how to run with the football again, which doesn't seem to bode well for anyone in the NFC East. So we will see um, about that uh, going forward. We dropped E. Uh, I'm sure E will be back whenever he can. Uh, he just got to where he, where he was getting to, I'm sure. Um, let's just jump right into it. We talked about your division rivals. If I I could, I'm back now. Oh, then go ahead. Let me know. Cowboys, Panthers, your thoughts. Yes. uh, I actually watched this game because it aired. (laughs) So um, it wasn't even close, man, um, as far as what the Cowboys could do. Um, However, Panthers won no, you know, won no joke with their defense. Uh, Brian Burns is a beast. The dude's hops is ridiculous. He batted down a pass, or almost intercepted, but um, it was high at Dak. It was a high arcing one, and you wouldn't think the dude his size was able to bat that ball down. It was just a phenomenal play. You know what I mean? That um, whole combine jumping up, hitting the thing. Uh, drill coming to fruition. Like, it's amazing. But um, they got holes, man. Uh, false. <laughs> Dallas has got, there's, you know, as Shakes would like to say, there's no holes on this squad. That does not remain true for the Cowboys, in my opinion. Although they are, you know, I hate to say it, they are pretty much a, you know, dope team, you know, as far as their talent. But, the game itself was a good game. Um, you did see the shift. Uh, to credit to Shakes, you saw the difference when McCaffrey went down. Um, well, he's been down, but they still got you know. I think they got a, a Hubbard too. I think I was doing pretty well. It's just it was a good game, but Cowboys just it was too much for them. And Diggs, you know, that dude is all over the place. But as I stated yesterday. The holes that I'm uh, talking about is the middle of the field. You know, reason why they scored was able to score that 28 points because Donald was kind of killing them. He did run on them. So with Jones's ability to do that better, you know what I mean. I think there's opportunity there for us to get on. Um, I'm I'm with Shakes. I'm I can't wait for this game. Um, put that money where their mouth is. I don't want a weekend Cowboy team. I want a strong. I want this Cowboy team because everybody is crowning them. Right, and rightfully so. You know what I mean? I already called them the Chiefs of the East or some shit like that, man. 40 points a clip. It's crazy. Them boys is dangerous. Don't get it twisted. But I'm ready. I want to see this 
Giants team go up against this crew and see where we at, man. So, but the game itself was a good game. I thought Panthers-Cowboys was a good game, you know. Um, but at the end, it wasn't close to the score. The score seemed, you know, made it seem closer than what it was. You know, they really did outperform him. Parsons is, he's a problem, but he's also a liability. I noticed a lot that, you know, in even from week two to week three, you know what I mean, he doesn't, he hasn't quite captured the assignment part of his role. He's just bulldog, and, you know, Mate, they use I, him like that. I agree with you, but I would say the the turnaround and the attitude and the play of the defense has a lot to do with Parsons. And the reason why I say that, I looked at, I, I watched Hard Knocks, I see how he trash talks, right? He trash talks. He, he's, a, he's a shit talker. And then you look at it, look at um, Diggs. I think it was last week, not this last game, but last week. He was all in the dude's face. He was talking shit. He's like, yeah, I'm locking you down, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, my God. No, don't have that attitude. No. So it, it's it's being infectious on that defense, and it's, 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 it's taking a toll. They having that attitude. He's bringing that mantra to him. So I will credit Parsons on that. But, um, yeah, we can move on to the Giant game. Yeah, we can. I mean, the, to me, uh, we also have Black with us. Um, Black Friday, welcome. Um, my friend Nacho hey. Average Tuesday. Uh, we, we just got finished discussing uh, Cowboys, Panthers, Eagles, Chiefs. Um, we didn't discuss the third team in your division besides you guys yet. I don't think we will. If you want to talk on those games, give us your thoughts before we move on to the game that everyone wants to talk about and hear about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm glad KC, uh, my son and them, put a, stopped the whole mud hole in the Eagles. I appreciate my son and them for that. Um, Cowboys, well, the what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? I think they're a quarterback away. I got to be honest with you. I think they're about a quarterback away. They'll be honest. That's probably two more seasons. So. But um, let's talk about let's talk about the Cowboys, man. I don't want to waste no more time. I don't want to waste no more time, man. But shout out to my son and them for beating up on them Eagles. Yep, we uh quick quick response if you can, if not make it as long-winded as you want. Uh Cowboys, Panthers, everyone else has got their two cents in. Let us know how you feel about it and then we'll get right into the to the to the meat and potatoes. I uh, I didn't really see the the full game. I saw it in pieces on on Red Zone. Um and I was going back and forth on everything, but um but what I see, man, I got to be honest with you, the, the Panthers look like a team to me. We're chasing them son over there. He don't woke up. The boy don't woke up and shit. Mono Donald. So with that being said, I, I truly believe that um that uh that was a good game, man. That was actually a good game. Well, hold, pardon me, pardon me. I got somebody in the Hold on. Mm, mm, no worries, no worries. We'll just go right up into it. The one game I'm sure a lot of you want to hear uh, me and these fellas talk about. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers going into Lambeau Field to take on – I'm just joking. Um, the New Orleans Saints 
not been not, not been home not been home uh because of weather related hurricane related we already know the devastation that hurricanes do to the Louisiana New Orleans area they haven't been home week 1 week 2 week 3 they were unable to play at home, and I believe they had two of those three first games were supposed to be at home. I know the Packers game week one was supposed to be at home, moved to Jacksonville. First game home, let's build this up the way it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a thumping. The Giants were supposed to come down to New Orleans. New Orleans was supposed to have the, 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 the revived city back, whatever, uh, 200 and something days plus three weeks more than any other team in the NFL having to wait to go see their beloved Saints play. It, the crowd was going to be in it. The team was going to be in it. Jameis Winston has new eyes because of LASIK surgery. The defense is a top-notch defense. We did not get the outcome we were expecting. Vegas was expecting. The fans of the NFL that looked at that game and everyone picked the Saints in the points. This is what we like to call any goddamn Sunday, and I love it. The New York Giants winning in overtime by six, do what Matt Hasselbeck wanted to do so long ago, got the ball and scored and won. Let's start with the man screaming from the top, the man who thought they would lose this game at the beginning of the year. They come back, show him something. Win the game, shakes. Tell us what you feel, how you feel it. I could feel the smiles all around from all you guys from from the first call in. New York Giants winning first game of the season, one and three. A division doesn't seem to just have one clear leader yet. Let us know how you feel you guys got it done and how you feel this can carry over into week five. We won't talk about the Cowboys. Strictly Saints, strictly week four, but how maybe you think this could carry over into future weeks? So, um, you mentioned that at the beginning of the year I had us losing this game, but that's just me going on and looking at the the schedule and, and chalking up dubs and losses, right? And I had us starting off the season – Three and one, right? So all my preseason shit, throw that shit the fuck out the window, <laughs> right? But um, going into this game, the way the season has gone, this was a game I felt we were going to win. And I said it last week, and everybody wanted to chalk it up as an L because of this defense. And I said, I'm not, I'm not afraid of defense like y'all is. I feel we're gonna have success. We're gonna air it the fuck out. I'm telling y'all, Ross will be activated. Right? I'm not going. I'm, let me stop. Okay. But listen, I knew. <laughs> I knew that this this game was a game that we had to sit there and really take seriously 
that we just got screwed the last two weeks? Because, see, that's the thing about it, right? As going through it and going through the motions, when you lose a game, you're like, man, we lost. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's there's no, it's not a lot of sunshine in that shit. It's hard to sit there and see the good, right? It's like once you lose, it's like all the good that you went and, and did and played and, 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 and showed goes out the window. But it didn't for me. I felt we got screwed, and I still do believe we got screwed in that Washington game. And the game um, before this one, where we lost with Atlanta, we should have beat them too. And they won by a fucking field goal at the end. Now, deja vu, because I said a lot of this shit last year as well. When we started off the way we started off, and I'm the only one sitting there like, bro, it still looks good. We should have won this game. We should have won that game. We should have won this game. We should have won that. And I'm saying it again. So, like I said, going into this game, this is a game that we need to go ahead and take and win. Our backs is against the walls. Don't nobody believe in us but us. We are a good team. We just got to find ways to win. Close it the fuck out. We should be 3-1 right now. And if we were 3-1, and one, people would be talking way different about this football team. We win one game and they want to sit there and be like, Oh, the Giants are scary, man. And when they get shopping, they're slacking back. Oh, man, look out. How they played today. They already want to ride the coattail. They already want a Kareem on the chug. We just got to give them a reason, too. They'll be talking about us just like they talking about the Cowboys. They'll be talking about the Cowboys more because that's America's team. But they'll be talking about us up there with them. And this game right here would have been, oh, my gosh, this is this is for the honcho right here. It's all right. It's the game of the week, and we won in three. Can you imagine if we're three and one? So I knew that we was gonna go into this game and have success. I just the the fifty fifty part was was we gonna close it out and was we gonna win this goddamn game? And we did. It was a great game. Um, offensively. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Kenny G, Tony, Ross, offensive line. It's a good game on their side of the ball. The defense still needs to get back up to par. But you can't be mad at this offense right now because it's looking real good. And it's looking like they're clicking right now and they're starting to get their confidence. So we'll see going forward. But... To have this success against their defense, it's nothing but a confidence booster. And, yeah, they, everybody must, you know what I mean, wrote us off in this game, but not me. I felt we was going to win this game, and we did. Thank God. <laughs> That's it. Go ahead. Exactly. And, and, and I 
double those sentiments. I mean, we, we have it on recording, which is why I love this show. Um, I laid out the exact plan on how you guys could probably beat it. Now, I don't think uh, the plan was, you know, to throw it as much as you did. Um, or I didn't think that Sean Payton would never think to try to throw it to Kamara. I think Kamara had zero catches in that game. I don't know the targets. So I didn't look in it. But uh, to me, and and we'll get to LRP, uh, um, Black and LRP here in just a moment. To me, just real quick, I thought this could happen. I doubled down on it in the morning. I should have picked you guys. My fear didn't allow me to. Um, again, what you just went on, we should have won. We should have won. You saying that over and over again is the reason why I continually pick against you in games that I think you may have a chance to win close, but you just don't do it. You did it. Continue to do it. We'll see. LRP, are you with us? Uh, did you want to talk about this game? Do we have to loop around for you? Let me know. If you're muted. All right, perfect. We'll jump. You're talking to me? Oh, there we go. Yeah, yes, LRP. Hey. Did you want to go ahead and, and speak on this Giants game right now, or did you want to come back around to you? Um, yeah, come back around to him. 10-4, boss. No worries. So, Black Friday, my man, the guy who's got A.A. Ron Jones on his fantasy team. Tell me about this New York Giants, New Orleans Saints game, what you love about it, what you hate about it, and why you had no doubt. Yeah. My bad, my bad, Nash, my bad, my bad, my bad. You're doing a great job. My bad, brother. I'm just, I'm talking right now. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, no worries. I'm actually stepped outside of the backyard, so just give me one moment. I will step back inside. But as before I do that shake, I have one question for you before we deep dive into the game even more with more people and these guys come back around. We'll get deeper into the game. You talked about uh, offensively passing the ball. What made you think that running the ball was not an option because you guys were not able to do that or were unable to do that? Or is this still a thought process from the weeks before and our conversations knowing that no matter what happens, first down is a motherfucking pass and you just know that. Oh no, um actually in this game they was running on first down a lot more and I was very pleased and happy with it. Even though it wasn't very successful it wasn't very successful when we did it. But um we were doing it and and what I was happy about that was because it was gonna keep that defense honest. Right? It was gonna keep them on their toes. So um I was happy about that aspect, but the reason why I felt like we was going to air it out was because I knew that we wasn't going to have much success running the ball. They are tops in the in the league against the rush, so I knew that we weren't going to be able to have much success doing that. But I felt like, if anything, that opens up the pass, especially um, deep and and for us to get Ross back, I knew it was going. we was going to stretch that field. We was just going to stretch it, and we was going to make them be honest. And I knew it was uh, – even 
I mean, I knew it was going to be a, a 50, 40-yard burger. But even if it wasn't, I knew for sure that they was going to take at least, like, two or three shots at it. Even if it wasn't successful, they were going to throw some bombs to Ross where it was going to motherfucking get that defense honest. So that, to me, is why I felt like um, we was going to air it out and we was going to be successful doing so. Um, and and Kenny G, I had started him in fantasy and all that because I felt like Kenny G was going to show up this game. Um, with all of the talk, uh, with all of you know I mean, I'm just... I'm just going up there and whatever play is given to me, I'm just going. And you can see the frustration. So I knew that they were going to make it an emphasis to get him the ball. I knew it was going to be an emphasis for Daniel Jones to get him the ball. So I knew he was going to get his opportunity just if he's going to take that ball by the horns and, and, and do so. And he did. And so... Yeah, that's why I felt like that passing game was going to be opened up and be very successful. And then, um, yeah, yeah. I knew Saquon was going to have it because um, I knew that that was going to be the extension of the run. Um, even if we weren't going to have much success running it, you doing those dump balls and, and these little screens and shit was going to bode well and be that extension of the run for us. So. Yeah, exactly. That's why. Exactly, and 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 to me, the things that you talked about are one hundred percent correct. And you look at Saquon Barkley, and you go, you know, they didn't run the ball very well, but he also had five catches for seventy four yards. I think it's fourteen a pop, fourteen eight a pop, and then a touchdown as well. So, those those things, and it looks like six targets, so only one, uh, you know, no, only one missed there. Um, to me, that. Th- this is what I was, you know, going at. Uh, it was a team that, that they have a nice front seven. They are vulnerable on the back end. They don't have a lot going on as it pertains to star power. Um, they are bend but don't break. Um, sorry, one second. They are bend but don't break uh, defense as it pertains to me. Um, you know, you people may listen to this and go, wow, how can you say that? Your team got, you know, 38 to 3. Uh, again, the, the – this isn't about week one, week two, or week three. This is week four. And week two and week three, I think, are more evident of what this New Orleans Saints team is more than week one. And I think, to me, we've seen a consistent team that is the New Orleans Saints not be who we thought they were. And then this was a chance, like I said, um, for the New York Giants to prove me and a lot of Shakes people wrong by saying, the you know you're not going to win it late because as much as I believe you will be in this close it won't be a, a, a it will be a, a rolling uh, a roll a, a, a thumping victory the to to me it was not that and 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 you can't sit here and look at uh, this game and tell me otherwise that the Saints are you know, this top-notch team, or that the Giants are as bad as people put them in their 0-3 record. So, to me, this is the word consistency has to be spoken a lot because that's what needs to happen. These things that happen, Zach Wilson for one game, the Giants for one game, you know, the, 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 
the other anomalies that happen for a game or two. Consistency is the key to those things. If it's in every so often event, we're going to be misled and think that, okay, maybe, maybe. You keep believing in the hope when there really isn't any because the proof is in the pudding and the consistency isn't there. Now let's see it. Can they win another close one? Can they win one? Can then can they go out there and win against teams they're not supposed to? So this is a game I thought would be close. I wouldn't think they would win. They did. It took overtime. Doesn't matter. You got it done. And it was the first possession. So touchdown, game over, walk off. Let's have a good night. And you did it on the defense that was supposed to rough run shot and not let your offense do anything. So, again, to me, this is the NFL being the NFL. Any given Sunday is so amazing. Do we have LRP? Do we have Black? Any one of you back right now? Yeah, I'm back. All right, LRP. You've heard me. You've heard Shakes go more in depth on the game as it pertains to why you were able to pass the ball instead of run the ball and what gave you that. To me, to you, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Smile that big. We still in victory, or we see Trayvon Diggs and those Cowboys coming, and what happened on Sunday is an anomaly. Do you feel this could be consistent or not? It depends on uh, Garrett, man, and taking that energy out like a succubus. You know, um, they gotta get they gotta get it right within the twenty nine yard line and the end zone. Um, they gotta get it right. Um, if they do that and stay consistent with the weapons, start using Tony more, and and you know keep them out there like like you did, and there's no reason why Chef and Tony can't exist. But we, you know you hear the talks of Tony and then you know some of your own fans want to get rid of the heart. Like shit, this guy got so muscled up and he's hot. You know what I'm saying? So don't do that, fans. You know what I mean? Shep and Tony can coexist. Shep is a damn dog, and you don't lose that. And you got Tony who looks to be the part that can be equivalent dog, you know, just a little bit more mute and shinier. Teeth is bright as hell. But, um, man, we were able to shout out the shakes. Shout out to Shake. Because he did say Ross would be activated. And he did say that they were going to start airing it out because of Ross and gives the element to Galladay and makes him more honest. That gave them opportunities where Barkley would not be able to get it on the ground from scrimmage, but in the air and in space. And I love that because that's what he's been. This dude is LaDamian Tomlinson, you know what I'm saying? He used them as such, you know. There's no reason why he shouldn't have five, six, seven catches, 74, 84. But, you know, because he's gifted like that. This kid can catch. He can run his fucking patterns out of the backfield. It's ridiculous. So I do need to see more of that. And you're going to need more of that when you do face what the next opponent brings. You know, you're going to have to air it out. You're going to have to use Tony. If Shep is back, I say rest him, but if you're going to force it, leave him out there. Leave them out there, even for plays that ain't there. Stop 
being so one-dimensional and putting the guy in when you know he's going to be used on that plate. That's that's, that's ridiculous. Um, defense uh, in the Saints game, um, shots out to Bradbury, man. He came up big with an interception. Um, you know, they said they, <laughs> they were clowning um, Sean Payton on the broadcast. Because he was like, hey, you tried to get cute there, Bob. You tried to get cute. You know, Bradbury made him pay for it, Bob. You know, he made him pay for it. <laughs> and that was a good play on Bradbury, too. You know, he, he figured it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? He said, he got cute there, Bob. And then he threw the challenge flag. They were clowning him. Then even Howard Cross got in the mix. It was, practically, it was actually a pretty entertaining broadcast. Um, yeah, they got a but, pretty good crew over there, though. Yeah, you know, the app sucks. And, you know, Giants need to fix that immediately, immediately. Good, 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 good. Nah, like you know what I mean? That shit always terrible. But outside of that, man, I thought it was a, uh, you know, it was a great game. I loved the way, as you said, Nacho, they came down on the first go-round, you know what I mean? Like a Garrett first drive special because it's always gifted on the first drive. So that shit in between. Get some all fucked up, but you know, came down there and they walk off touchdown. You know what I mean? To the loo, to the voodoo. You know, <laughs> peace out. Get them bones away from me, with doctor. You know. And a very hostile, so, hostile crowd, man. Some of them was loud in there, man. I loved it. Freezy, the floor is yours, sir. Yes, sir. Black Freezy, your thoughts, uh, was, your opinions on yeah, this game, please, bad. for us. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, roller coaster started off real shaky. Um, he settled in. I gotta, I gotta give the shout out to the offensive line, man. Yeah, the offensive line, man. You know, I was looking at it. That boy had clean pockets. He had a clean go. Saquon had a couple holes. You know what I'm saying? We've seen him. Um, even Booker had a little go, right? The thing is, is that we have a dynamic group set of of, of players with all of these different skill sets, but an unfortunate guy at the controls. You know what I'm saying? That's like me playing Madden right now against, you know, one of y'all elite dudes. It's terrible. He's getting out coached every week. I got to be honest. I think he had a pretty good game. I think he was calling a pretty good game. Now, you know, the only reason why I say that is because the players were actually making the plays. He was putting them in available positions for these guys to be open, based off of schematics. It was happening. Above the X's and O's, Kadarius Tony. Like he was saying the other day. Above the X's and O's, Daniel Jones. Above the X's and O's, Saquon Barkley. You know, I think a couple of those those type of uh, plays, they were putting us over the top. You know what I mean? Because we were moving downfield on a very so-called potent defense. And also, I think the Saints have evened out. I think they've evened out to what they what they more likely are going to be this season. I don't think, you know what I'm saying, they're they like, you know, what they came out striking as. So, if anything, they'll get a couple pieces back, especially on that defense. That defense will get stronger. Uh, but the offense will remain the same. You know what I'm saying? They still lack, um, I'm going to say wide receiver talent, even though those kids have good skill sets and all that. When you play a good roster, a good team, they, they don't get that ass smacked. Plus, they was injured. They injured right now. So, um, 
we beat a wounded lion, and as we should be, because nobody, you know, nobody has no fucking excuses for us when we wounded. Um, and we technically was, you know, a little bit on, on, on wide receiver. But shout out to them offensive line and that patchwork. Got to be honest. I really, I really appreciate it. You know, looking at some clean pockets and some clean looks, and you pause the damn tape, and you're like, "Oh shit, look at that! I haven't seen that boomerang shape in a long time." <laughs> the fuck is that? You know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah, a boomerang shape. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful thing. What is that? <laughs> but yeah, um. <laughs> great game, though, man. I'm going to say great game. We playing all these tough games, and finally we won one. Came out on the winner's side. But some tough games we've been playing, man, and we've been losing. The defense has been losing. Good thing at this point in time, Jay, Jay, Jay Pepper style, you know what I'm saying? We want that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You said, hey, we want that motherfucker. Uh-huh. Kick it off, man. Because we coming down the field and we going to fucking score. Man, you got to love that confidence. You got to. That was that was so, you know, that was so uplifting to see. I almost, I almost poured a little picture of the Kool-Aid. You know what I'm saying? Almost. So, well, yeah. he looked at it. Man. As long as you looked at it. A couple more weeks, you're going to be sipping, dog. Like an alcoholic, gotta win. about to take his first drink. Winning, huh? A couple more weeks, you're going to be sipping, dog. As long as they winning, I'm sipping. Shit. <laughs> you heard what I said. Again. Again. They a gotta... couple more weeks, you will be sipping, dog. All right, Again, everyone. Quick, everyone... Oh, go ahead. All right, so Trey hit me for uh, today at 550. You know, we ain't had no inside of scoop from Brother Trey in a minute. He said, DG called the Jags a Cavalon Kason. He offered them Slayton and a fifth-round pick. Then he said, yesterday, the Jags called for Evan Ingram, and DG said no. Because, as you know, we're coming up on the trade deadline, I believe, too, right? Isn't it November? Uh Uh-huh. So uh, 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 just to like just to just to allude on that, um, don't agree. Um, both. To me, yeah, we're both because um, to me, uh, if you can get something for Evan Ingram right now, get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a contract year. Don't look like you want to give him the money because if you give him the money, you are, mm-hmm. something wrong with you. Like, you really want to get that man the money? Like, I don't know. So, getting something and getting some compensation for him right now is the best. So, to me, to sit there and say, oh, no, I think that's idiotic. Get a man, I'm going to have a conversation with him. But going on with Slayton, I can understand, but at the same time, if you can provide something that you actually need help with and you can go ahead and give up something to get that and still not lose nothing, which I mean is like you give up a Darius Slate and you still got all these other receivers that's stepping up, you won't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. So 
great player in Slayton, but I feel if we can grab up a player that we need for him, then shit, goodbye Slayton, motherfucker. So that that's why I'm I'm just disagreeing with both. Like, if that was the case and if that is the room and that's what happened, I'm going to need to go ahead and talk to my grandpa. Like, what the fuck is you doing, bro? Mm-hmm. But, um... The, the, yeah. to those type of things, that. again, uh, trade talks and uh, the, the, the trade deadline, those are going to be interesting topics of conversation, uh, especially as we get closer to it and then with injuries and, and things of that nature, teams are going to need uh, positions. Um, but we already know from past experience, it's not, you know, uh, what you say, it's what you do with your GM because we all know, oh, I'll say it, y'all didn't sign him to trade him. So it doesn't really matter what your GM says. He'll do whatever the fuck he wants anyway. Um, as as we move on from week four, we have to discuss, and Shake's got about 34 minutes of live stream uh, before we kick it over to the to the recorded session. Um, did you want to get uh, the full shakedown fantasy uh, points and scores out today? Did you want to do that on Fantasy Thursday? How are you trying to plan that out uh the way you want to oh, get no, that I done, wanted sir. to definitely get that out. I just wanted to um speak on these games um of this week. Um looking at all the games and nothing really else um relevant besides of course the Green Bay Pittsburgh. Um Green Bay getting that win. I thought Pittsburgh was gonna win that game. Um just to you know, put their mark on it like we we still a good team out here, but nah they looking like some shit. Um, also, uh, Seattle and San Fran and Arizona and L.A., the, the battles in the, in the NFC West and those two teams that came out on top of those, those battles, like, going for supremacy, you know what I mean? Uh, it look, it's looking crazy over there in the NFC West, man. So, shouts to the Seahawks, shouts to the Cardinals on their victories. But San Fran and L.A. Rams ain't no slouches neither, so... That was good victories there, and um, man, I was so fucking mad at Washington um, winning that last last minute fucking game against Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta, y- y- y'all suck, man. Y'all gonna beat us in the last minute and then lose to them in the last minute. Like what the? Hell? I swear to God, I wanna blow y'all team up. But anyway, um, Buffalo whipping Houston ass, one, and then the Tampa Bay New England, of course. That was that was a game. That was a good game. That was a good game. But Tom Brady came out on top as usual. And my boy Herbert, man. More can I say about my boy Herbert? Winning me a lot of fantasy games out here. I'm undefeated 4 0. I'm just saying. <laughs> and and, and fuck Michael that, Williams. That, uh, on, on that note, that is, that is kind of. One kinda, point, bro. That, <laughs> hey, hey. One two, point. Five. It don't matter. It don't matter. Winning's winning. The thing is. Not so. I, I have One to. Point, I have bro. to assume. You, hey, hey, I feel for you. I mean, Shakespeare's for you. Point two five last week. He knows. It, it don't matter. You yep. lose, you lose. You win, you win. My thing <laughs> is, you have to think that New Orleans fans are at home thinking the exact same thing. Shakes, how are you going to lose? Oh, win, lose in the final seconds to Atlanta. And win in the final seconds against us. I want to blow your damn team up too. I'm sure that's what they're thinking too. It kind of makes you think Atlanta, New York, they closer to you than you think. Yeah, my bad, bro. Theirs is worse because we ran the field on them. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. I can't believe still we ran the field on it, but we did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ran the field. Didn't even get a chance to get the ball back. And see, the thing is, is that this is the beautiful game of the NFL. Things happen, and we don't know why. And like my good friend, LRP, just said one point. And I'm sure everyone was like, what does he mean one point? All of us know. Shakes, let us know what he means by one point. Shakes, let us know that Shakedown Fantasy no, Report. I'll tell you uh, what I mean. Uh, we know uh, what you Michael mean. Michael Williams <laughs> only got. I'm not talking about we the know. game. Oh, we know. I'm not talking about the matchup. I'm talking about the player. One yeah. point. And yeah, we know. We know. We know. It was a. It was a Steve Nash right up to the to the uh, fantasy portion of the of the show. So he knew exactly what you meant. We all knew oh, exactly what you meant. My God. But we gonna go ahead and tell the people. Exactly what you meant. All right. So let's start it off. Always starting off with Shakedown League One. Always with my matchups first because it's on my screen. Durr. So first game, the Fantasy Elite. <sighs> Got the beat down. Giants for life. J-Rock put the bang thing on the ball. Wasn't even close. 184 to 134. Shout out to J-Rock getting his victory against me this season. I will speak on that in a little bit more later. But J-Rock goes to 3-1 and one in the top of the uh, Shakedown North. And I drop to 1-3. and three. In the basement with my buddy, Nacho, in the box with cheese, in the East Division of the Shakedown League One. Moving on. We got Easy Does It. Easy in D.C. Put the bang thing on Big TD Committee. We like Big TD. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. And shout out to Easy for making that happen, putting her down. She is now two and two, as well as Easy does it. He is also two and two in that South Division. They battling it out over there. But I'll get to that in a minute. You locked in. Yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. Because the next matchup is easy. Now it's chosen. Putting the bang thing, whoop, smack. Mm, mm, mm. I thought he was your friend. He ain't had to do him like that. To black freezy. (laughs) Black freezy. 
point fucking give an interception to Derwin James, and then they still running Austin Eckler. I'm like, why are you running him? You're winning the game. You're one. You're winning the game. Why are you running him? Don't run him no more. Run round tree or something. Oh, yeah. come on. What are you doing to me? And he fucking, bro, broke out for a long one, bro. A long one. I'm like, oh, that's the game. <laughs> that's the game. It's been like that all season long for me. These Monday night games, and the last fucking minute, field goals, and Aaron, Aaron Jones, and, and fucking Austin Eckler. Man, this is just some bullshit for real on my behalf, bro. God damn it, the football guards is punishing me right now. All right? Now, that, that Aaron Jones one, that Aaron Jones one, because you came on here talking shit. You came on here claiming right. victory. Should have won. That's why Aaron Jones showed 40 fucking points. I should have won. 40. 40, <laughs> bro. I don't know why. 40. Remember Aaron Jones? 40. And then the same thing with this Austin Eckler shit, bro. Fucking 30-something points, bro. I should have won. This is it. Should have won. It's some bullshit. And then your matchup. Fucking Mason Crosby. I know you were a 50-yard fucking field goal to win the game. Both games. Your fantasy and the fucking Green Bay game. Like, come on, bro. That is how, this is how I lost games this year. On Monday nights. Ridiculous. Anyway. Moving on. Regulators. Mound up. Took me down. Just squeaked it out. Against the body snatchers. I'll be back for them, though. 183. To 178. Shouts to regulators. Mound up. He goes to two and two. He's tied for first place in the West Division of the Shakedown League Two. While I dropped to two and two, should have been three and one in first place. But I'll be back, and um, I'm in second place in the South Division. All right, we got Bristol Pirates all the way out in Europe putting a bang, thing, whip, smack. Mm-hmm. Had to do them like that. The Damage Incorporated, KB, 172 to 132. Mm-hmm. Bristol Pirates, he needed that victory. He goes to 2-2, two and two, second place of the North Division. While Damage Incorporated KB, man. Three. Yeah, KB, shouts to KB, man. Hope everything's well over there. All right. We got um, DJ Judgment having a good year as well. Squeaked it out against Dan C, 171 to 167. DJ Judgment goes to 3-1. He's at first place by himself in that North Division. While Dan C drops to 2-2. Two and two. In second place with Bristol Pirates in that North Division. We got Chinese Giants. Shake shakes real quick before you yep. get on to the score. Uh, we do have one more of the co-hosts. Uh, I believe he might be on mute, but J-Rock is with us. So just so y'all know. Shout to J-Rock. Hey, we got, and, and speaking of, <laughs> like I said, we got Chinese Giants. Just squeaking it out against the man he just had to announce. That he was here right now in J Rock Head Hunters at one foot two to one forty nine. Mm-hmm. In the uh, Chinese, Giants. <laughs> Chinese Giants go to two and two. 
Yo, we got a tough division, son. We got a tough division. Man, listen. That's why I was trying to tell y'all. Spread it the fuck out. Anyway, <laughs> Chinese Giants go to 2-2. Two two. It's tied with everybody in that West Division. So they they battling it out over there. While J-Rock goes to 1-3 and three on the basement. Or oh, in the basement of that South Division. All right? In the basement. He in the basement. That's cool. Eating ooze noodles. Like Eating ramen noodles. All right. And we got LRP <laughs> putting the bang thing whoop smack. Yeah, my boy. I like that victory. Against Rody, 167 <laughs> to 137. Yeah, LRP. Even though you're in my division, I don't like Rody in the fantasy world. So good shit. LRP goes to three and one first place of that South Division that we all battling. While Rody dropped to two and two, in first place with everybody else in that West Division as they battle it out. And last but not least, we got Black Freezy putting the bang thing, whip smack. Damn, bro, why you had to do him like that? To Easy from DC. 251 to 193. Black Freezy, 2-2, two two, second place with me in that South Division. While Easy and DC dropped to 2-2, two two, but in first place with everybody else in that West Division. As far as next week, we got the Body Snatchers going against Chinese Giants. We got Damage Incorporated KB going against Dan C. We got DJ Judgment going against Bristol Pirates all the way out in Europe. We got Regulators Mound Up going against LRP. We got Rody going against Black Freezy. Ooh, good one. And then we got Easy from DC going against J-Rock. All right, that's the League 2. Y'all want to speak on League 2 before I move on to 3. Did... Did you just Yo, say you I'm in League Two? In League Two? Yeah. Oh, me and you tied? Yeah, we tied. One, no, no, no. Win. You, you, no. My question is, I'm in League Two. Hold up. No, no, you're not. Did I mention you? You said I got beat by J. Rock. No. Um. What I said was. Easy. No, not easy. Yeah, you said. Hold on. You you said you it, said uh, <laughs> I just easy, had to easy, introduce easy. him and he just beat me, so I was confused. Oh no, no, because I was going on um that matchup between him and Chinese Giants when you cut me off just to announce uh, that he was because he yeah. won. That's why. <laughs> uh, actually, he lost to Chinese Giants. So, oh, yeah. okay, okay. I thought he yeah. was. Too. <laughs> yeah, That's what I'm yeah. saying. I was just, I was trying to get him in. You know, it's just. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Me and you tied? Hold on, hold on. We talking about me and you tied in the South Division? Yeah, believe we are in second place. Now, both on my screen, I see second for me. Eight, I see two? third for you because of the points. Yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no tie. As far as the division, first place in the division, second place in the division. I always do that every year. Yeah, I'm second place. 
We got Rody going down. Well, no, excuse me, squeaking it out against LRP. That's not a good season for the for the sophomore here. Going through it. Some blues, some fantasy blues here. Rody takes him out. One fifty to one forty one. LRP goes down. Rody goes to three and one. First place with Dumb City in that West Division. While LRP drops to O and four in the basement. All by his lonesome in the South Division. You suck. We got James from New York. Putting the bang thing whip smack. Mm-mm. Had a dorm like that to knuckle up KB. 182 to 164. James doing his thing out here. Oh, no, he ain't. He 2-2. Two two. <laughs> He's in second place of the South Division. While KB knuckle up drops to 0-4 in the basement of the West Division. You suck. And just squeaking it out. I mean, just squeaking it out. And JG, man, just squeaked it out against Dan C, 143 to 142. New Jersey G, man, or NJG, man, goes to 3 and 1. He is tied for first place, and that's West Division with Rody and Dumb City. They battling it out and just beating up on KB. Ain't even right. While Dan C. Drops to two and two, second place of that South Division, alongside with James from New York. As far as next week is concerned, we got the AFC West best going against the Sunshine Jones. We got the Rock going against Every Day is Friday, Black Freezy. Ooh, good one. That's a good game. Ooh, I'm gonna need J Rock to win that one though. Yeah, J Rock, go ahead and win that one. Either the chosen one from the I'll Bronx. This <laughs> is chosen one from the Bronx going against Rody. That's a good one too. We got LRP going against KB and Knuckle Up. We got James from New York going against NJG Man. Another good one. And we got Dan C going against Dumb City. All right. That is the Shakedown League three. Last match. It's the championship league, excuse me. Last league. And in this championship league, I'm some bullshit. But I'm coming back. Y'all just stay tuned. First matchup always is me. The comeback kids. Putting the bang, bang, whip, smack. Mm-hmm. Had to do him like that because he won by seven points earlier in the season. My partner in crime in the fantasy world. Either chose one from the Bronx. 221 to 165. Had to do him like it. I just had to do it. I'm sorry, but I had to. I go to one and three. Finally, I got my first victory like the Giants, baby. Like the Giants. I get my first victory. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. And I'm coming back. Coming back. And you're going to see who's next up. And I can't wait for this goddamn matchup. 
But anyway, you got only one can be chosen, either chosen one from the Bronx going two and two, second place of the East Division. And then we got C Block, Corey from Brooklyn, putting the bang thing, whip smack. So glad he did him like that. The Dan the Man from Delaware, 166 to 148. But God damn, C Block is killing. He's 4 0. He undefeated, y'all. He undefeated. Wow, Dan the Man drops to 1 and 3 with me. And oh, I can't wait till next week. But we're going to get to that. We got about that life, J Rock. Putting the bang thing on LRP. Damn, LRP, you just suck. 167 to 154. J Rock, about that life. Goes to 2 and 2. Tied for second place in that South Division. While LRP is just bumming it up all over the place in every goddamn league. He's 0-4. I think it's one league you want in there. But everything else you just do-do. You just some do-do. He 0-4 in the basement of that West Division. God damn you suck. All right. We got Rody putting the bang, thing whip, smack. Yeah. Glad he did him like that. Black Freezy, 186 to 155. Rody goes to 3-1. That's the place of that West Division. Number two, y'all. Well, Black Freezy drops to 2-2. He's in second place in that South Division with his buddy, J-Rock. All right, we got... Oh my gosh, another victim. The Don is another victim. He got creamed on his chub. 188 to 127. My yeah. God. Play that fool nigga. I can't believe it. This is my terrible. God. This is nothing that happened to me. <laughs> my God. My God. Somebody please stop him. He's at first place, undefeated at 4 0. Shout out to Chill Will. While the Dawn drops to the basement at 0 and 4. We don't think he playing no more, y'all. Alright? And then we got F U Pay Me. Putting a bang thing whoop smack. Mm-hmm. Had to do him like that. The Dan C. 210 to 172. F U Pay Me. It's 4 and 0. We got three undefeated teams in the championship league. Shout-outs to C-Block. Shout-outs to Chillwell. Shout-outs to F.U. Pay Me. Who is F.U. Pay Me anyway? Undefeated, 4-0. Top of the division. First place. Sean. Dan C. Sean. Who's Sean? Sean. All right, well, shout-outs to Sean. And Dan C. is at 1-3. In third place of the West Division. And as far as next week, we got the comeback kids going against Dan the Man from Delaware. I'm getting my revenge. I promise y'all this week. I promise y'all I'm getting my revenge. Fuck Dan the Man. I'm getting his win. We got only one can be chosen. Either chose one from the Bronx going against C-Block. Come on. 
Come on, E. I need this victory, dog. In the circle shit, dog. In the circle. We got J-Rock going against Roadie. Good one. That's a good one. We got Black... Ooh! Oh, no. <laughs> we got Black Freezy going against Chill Will. Is Black Freezy going to get careened on his job? Well, let's see. And we got Dan no, C. Son. Going out swinging. Coming up fighting like an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> we got Dancy going against the dog. And we got F U Pay Me going against LRP. And that is the Shakedown Fantasy League's scores, standings, and upcoming matchups. Done. Thank you, thank you. Uh, two minutes, about 50 seconds left of the live broadcast. Uh, 914-205-5796 if you want to hear us uh, get into this recorded stuff. Uh, we will be not going the full one hour. Your boys got Venom 2 tickets a little later, so I'm not trying to uh, go to that not high. So, um, That's dope, though. That's dope. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I've been hearing. And I'm not trying to get no uh, uh, spoiler alerts because I'm on the Internet too damn much. So I got to see it now before I get, you know, spoiled. Right. Um, 914-205-5796. You can just mute yourself and listen. You can push one and say some nonsense. Hey, I do it every day, and I don't got to push one. So whatever you want to do, come on in. Look at this. We've talked about some football games. We've talked about some teams that lost. I don't know why that went off again. <laughs> That's what happens when you have a touch screen. Sorry. Uh, we talked. We heard. We 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 talked about a bunch of stuff pertaining to X O W L, first, second, third, fourth divisions. Let's get into some gossip. We wouldn't be the shakedown show if we didn't talk about somebody putting their hands where they don't belong. <clears throat> Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars have a head coach, Urban Meyer. On Thursday night, they had a football game in the city of Ohio. If we all know anything about football, especially college football, that is a safe haven for anyone who's ever played Ohio college sports. And especially if you've ever won anything like Urban Meyer has, you are treated like a god down there. He decides after his team takes a loss on a Thursday night football game, he decides it's going to be okay. My team can go home. I will stay in Ohio where I'm treated like a god, where I want a chip. I'll get drunk at my own bar. He decided to get feely hands on a co-ed above 18, uh, and it was recorded. There's a lot to unravel here. Uh, There's a lot going on here. Um, We have video. There is video of this attractive woman sitting on the lap of an NFL coach who is married who has his hand up her skirt, being as blatant as possible without being able to show you the video over, obviously, these airwaves. The way it works out, he gets called out on the Internet. That night, video is taken down. Friday morning, the entire world wakes up to different angles, different views, things of that nature. He, he issues an apology to his wife who on Twitter responds to him saying, 
I'm partying at this bar or, or got to part. Somebody tweeted, I'm partying with, uh, tweeted out a picture of, of Mr. Urban Meyer says, I'm at this bar. So glad he's still here. Uh, glad to kick it with him. His wife retweets. Well, I've got to stay home with the kids. Have fun. You deserve it. Probably a little bit before or after that video. There's a lot, like I said, to unravel. First thing to unravel, we got an NFL head coach who I've never heard of decides to let his NFL team in the middle of a season fly home while he stays, gets drunk, videotaped, married man, which it, it doesn't look like it's unconsensual. It's very consensual. You know, fondling a young woman. Uh, above 18 nothing wrong in that aspect just morally wrong and and the fact that you're married um on top of everything else now again i'm going to take it this far he is a white head coach nothing will come of this it'll get swept under the rug and we will move on on top of that he is the coach of a really bad team and we all assume I believe, like you guys do in the analyst world, that he will be a college coach much faster than he will win a game, let alone two to three, four games in the NFL. Whoever wants to handle this first, whoever wants to go first at this, I'll let you guys go. We are in the recorded session. There is no kind of the order I'll go in. It, it doesn't matter. Speak up or forever hold your peace. Should we talk about this? Should we not talk about this? Does Urban Meyer deserve oh, a pass? He's, he's, he's a man. J-Rock, I hear you. Let me have it. Oh, yeah, definitely used to talk about it because from <laughs> what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is the Jaguars front office is getting together, and they talking about relieving this dude of his duties. Mm. So Mm-mm. it's a wait and see now if, he, if he's even going to come back for the next game. So he might be the coach of USC faster than he thought. Even if they want him, I mean to be honest, <laughs> yeah, he might need to sit a year on this one. Yeah, yeah, he gonna, yeah. He gonna have to let that little. He gonna have to let that ride for a little bit. So yeah, I let's, mean, let's, you let's, know, when looking at the video, yeah, when I'm looking at the video very quick, um, I got some bad angles here. They're not showing the whole video. They're cutting it off, and it's all like news thing, because. A portion of it also is blocked out, so I don't know if that's the groping part. Uh, but when she's grinding yes. on him, it looks like he got his hands down, just like on her booty, like, or he's trying to like guard himself from. I guess I don't know. It just looked weird the way that happened. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Not like he got his hands around a, a waist or bringing the hand or nothing. It just looked kind of weird. Looked like he, he was down, gyrating on his arm. Teddy Pinterest. This is what I can say is, is if they have pictures with him and this young lady, his wife must know he's been banging that girl. His wife must know that. Exactly. Now, publicly, what exactly. She knows what's going on. Now, exactly. Publicly, what happens now is you look like a thug. All right? You're not a married Christian, white male that's in straight, you know, straight line. You look like a thug. You look like a, a vagrant. You know what I'm saying? You're looking like somebody that cannot leave people down so yeah i mean they're gonna you know offer the public you know scrutiny you know and you know being guilty for whatever versus having to live your life and your household and the honest truth is some dudes or some coaches probably like well, you the fucking man. 
yo, son, you about to lose your job and all that. Go back to whatever you're gonna do. But you put the man. So this is the thing, right? This is the thing. This this ain't this ain't. Obviously, this has been happening, right? And they just caught this off the window. He should have went and took his ass somewhere and got out of his feelings. But obviously, you know what I'm saying? When you get them spirits in, you know what happens. You get them liquids in your butt, you know what happens. You know, sometimes you get right. out of body. To, <laughs> to me, and I may be totally wrong, but, like, the only thing that I see wrong is that he went out on on his goddamn um marriage on his on his vows mm-hmm. now. We mm-hmm. don't know what type of agreement they have in their marriage. Maybe that's okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm looking at it as I don't even think he should be penalized. I I do I do agree for him to go out in the public and um publicly apologize, which he did. And he apologized to his family. It was only to, that's it. That's all you need. That's all. That's all that should be done with that. I mean, everybody is adults in the situation. The motherfucker is definitely intoxicated, or whatever the case may be. And I know me myself, and that's what I'm looking at it as. If I just lost the fucking game, which y'all know, I don't even. I don't get paid to uh for the Giants to win. You know what I'm saying? But when they lose, I'm emotional. I want I'm sitting there and want to go to a strip club and sma- and, and clap some ass. You know what I'm saying? Get my mind off the shit. So I can understand where he's coming from in that aspect. We just lost. I just lost, and he's getting paid for this. He's getting paid to win games. You know what I'm saying? So I can see him even having more of a, a of emotional shit. Like, God damn. Again, this damn NFL can't win no damn games. So, yeah, he's in his fucking feelings. He's in his motherfucking town where he just came from. So he knows the area quite well. And he went out there and enjoyed his goddamn self to get his mind off fucking just losing. I don't blame him at all. Besides is, going out on your wife. And, again, I don't know what type of fucking situation y'all got in the household. I don't know what okay, agreement so y'all got. It's like me and my girl. Switch. You know what I'm saying? My girl knows what it is. Yeah, but We got that agreement. But this is the NFL, and everything mm-hmm. with the NFL and these organizations is about perception. And exactly. if you're perceived as a dude that goes out after losing a goddamn game, they don't want you, they don't want you to have the face of their organization. No more. Look, look it looks bad. Is, it's bad for business. Exactly, and and there's exactly. there's penalties why, why for acts that are detriment right. to the brand. And I'm uh, sorry, sorry, ahead, sorry not go, go, that, that is bigger question. Why is it like that? Why? Why is that? I believe money. that is because the NFL. Hold on, the NFL has adopted the military structure, right? You got to be a Christian white male, married with children, this and that. Exactly. If you're a playboy, stay out of the way. Right? You can't be. They're not gonna. Really showing you like that. You gotta be wholesome, right? Yeah. This thing. Exactly. And that, that's that's, that's, that's dumbest shit. And it, it, I'm sorry, it's the way. Hold on. That's the dumbest shit because you know what I'm saying. They still glorifying and, and magnifying what Joe Namath was or what he was doing when he was playing. 
You know what I'm saying? Coming on the damn field with minks and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then still glorifying LT and what he was doing and all the shit that he was doing on the off-field and shit. Still glorifying these motherfuckers, bro. So I don't give a fuck about none of that shit or what they do on outside of that fucking field, bro, unless they fucking breaking the law or they being a detrimental to the team. And being detrimental to the team is not being there or not being able to be there or, be, you know what I mean, getting in trouble you won't be there to play. Not when all that happened, there was no social media. There was no. The and nobody knew about it. Real, real quick, real quick, gentlemen, gentlemen, we're talking over each other. Just, I mean, no, it's recorded, but this is, and and I'll let everyone say their piece. Shakes, you just kind of, you, you kind of, you know, you you don't care about him going out, but you care because if he's not there, if he goes out, he's not there. Again, you're getting paid to win games, like you said. If I'm paying you to win and you lose, you should be getting in that goddamn lab to fucking win a game, not relieving your stresses. You can relieve your stress in the six months that we don't play football. We have six months to get this right. I don't give a shit if it's a Thursday night game or a Monday night game and we have a bye week. Your ass needs to fucking be at work and getting your job done. The, the the agreement that he has with his wife and fondling on another woman and all that good stuff, we could talk about the way the league wants to look at things. And you brought up some good points, but you also forgot to negate the fact that you talked about two championship winners right there, boss. When you talk about them two, you know why they don't bring up those things? Because those guys have rings. Those guys have wins. I don't care what you do outside the field. I don't care this other stuff. There's a reason why they bring up Philip Rivers and his kids and glorify it on the TV, and we haven't heard a word about Antonio Camardi and his kids. There is a reason why those two mm-hmm. things are very different in the public eye and the way the NFL seems to push that under the rug but glorify another man who has probably just as many kids in Philip Rivers because he's married and it's the same woman. Look, to me, this all goes to – the uh, the look of the way the NFL wants um, to try to perceive Rivers, itself in the it, in the public eye, and the way that they do that is by different. by by you doing things that are against the norm for whatever it is you're putting out there. He may not have been the, the you know a Tim Tebow, but coming out with this video after a loss. After getting off the plane while your team goes back home, you want them to go get better while you go get drunk and fondle on someone who's not your wife. Like, that's what it looks like to an NFL fan who doesn't watch the NFL that much. So, that's what we're getting. Hold on, real quick. Hold on, real quick. I get that point. My fault, LLP, real quick, though. I get that point, but who in the hell made them – in charge of how the fuck you supposed to deal with things. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own grieving process and their own way of moving on. So because of that, you know what I'm saying, now he don't have the wins, and that's, you're right about that, but you can't sit there and, and, and say the process because maybe he needs that, and now, now they start to win. Maybe because he needs to relax, and he's all tensed up, and now he wants to clap on some ass, and now he's, he's loose. You never know. So to sit there and be like, oh, this is against the fucking shield or this, I don't like this perception. I don't like that. You don't tell me what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I'm a grown-ass fucking man. All right? That's it. 
Now, when it got to come to do with my job, if I'm not late, if I'm motherfucking sitting there doing what I got to do, and I'm there all the time, just like a regular job, I'd be damned if my boss come to me and be mad at me for going to the strip club last night, but I'm, I'm here on time. I'll tell him, kiss my fucking ass. So yeah, that, that, uh, again, we're that is with the differences in that is just so transparent. No one's ever going to know if Shakes Montana goes to the strip club because no one's ever going to take a picture of that. Oh and hopefully, we, hopefully we <laughs> get to that point. But I'm saying the point is, is th- this is different. The way people are looked at is different. And I know you did talk about name it. You did talk about them too. And, and and Brock brought up an excellent point, man. Ain't nobody knew what they were doing for real. That's still all speculation. So to me, we, this is a different day and age. The cameras are everywhere. You can't do that in general. I don't care what you and your you and your wife got going on. And a lot of people don't care. But you can't do that because we already see what the NFL Can does. And they, they, sorry, go ahead, LRP. I just wanted yeah. to say, man, they got a pool on top of the motherfucking stadium. Like, motherfuckers be in the pool, half-ass naked. Bucket naked sometimes. They got a Bucket pool naked. on top of the fucking stadium. Like, America is a fickle bitch. Make up your mind. You want us to be partying at the club? America! You got a pool on top of my stadium. It's it's definitely fickle. But it's like definitely, we friend. all know, though, this is what I'm trying to say, is we all know, though, we all know, close the goddamn doors, right? Because nobody cares what anybody does when the doors close, because we don't know. But once people find out what's going on behind that closed door, then all hell breaks loose. Nobody's got a problem with you when they don't know what the fuck's going on. Until people know what's going business. on. Hey, yes, you can say that to a normal person, but these aren't normal people. These aren't people who. Go ahead, sorry. My bad, bro. The man is so comfortable in his skin right there. That means this has been happening for a long time. Shorty's bouncing on him for a reason, right? This is all consensual from her part. America's fault on him is he's a married man. So, what happens to. The, di- the diaspora of, of marriage. Like, what happens to the actual contract? You know what I'm saying? That's between the man and woman. But unfortunately, he signed a contract to where he's owned by the NFL image-wise. Mm-hmm. It's in the car. It's in there. Mm-hmm. It's a product. So this is where he gets a strike for. I understand what you're saying, Shake. Because that man shit, that's regular... That's regular human being shit. Like, yo, me and my wife yes. thing. Yeah. She, yo, yo, she I understand. I don't know. Now publicly it's a smash thing because now she look crazy to people. But we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. See, the thing but is. Let me is, add this real what, quick, real quick, real quick, Nigel, real quick. Because this is going to add to what I think you're going to say, too. <clears throat> the problem, he, what adds on to it is he was taking pictures, right? He was in, he was a participant 
because they got other pictures of him, you know, and he's posing for these. So it is, you do have to realize your position. You got to realize what your station and the situation that you are in, your Urban Meyer, you know what I'm saying? You got all this around you from, you know, coordinators to history with Ohio State. But maybe he just needed to get some cream on his job because that's what it looked like that girl was doing. You know what I'm saying? So after a tough loss, yeah. so, you got to check your match yeah. and make sure you, there were other pictures where he willingly posed for those. You got to be smart enough to say, no, I don't take no pictures. You know what I'm saying? This is the – this is the. End. Do you think those pictures were current or were those Ohio State when he was doing whatever? Because I think this has probably been – that long, you know. So, so, so that the, that that can be debunked. He's got the same T-shirt and the same pants on in the pictures, sitting oh. next to the same girl that's oh, that rubbing not, on him. See, oh, the, the issue yeah, that not, goes on with this, like the, the, the oh. issue that goes on with this, and, and maybe a lot of this can be can be clarified here, is that he was in his own bar. It was called Urban Meyer's Pint House, I believe is the name of the bar. He's in his own establishment, number one. Number two, we are Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We are five days removed. We all know the Internet. That might as well be 500 years. Um, He had the ability in that time frame from when that first video was released to lock those doors down, not saying he did, and get everyone's phone. There is a reason why I believe we have no more videos. We have a blurry video that cuts off in four seconds now. That's all we get. Every tweet that was tweeted is now deleted. Every picture or video that was non-consensual, so one where he's not smiling and looking at the camera, is now deleted. So you have to imagine he knew everyone in that bar. He sees the first video go up and they shut it down. Who did that? Take it down because that first video didn't last, I don't think, three hours before it got taken down. And then the following morning, videos were released again, different angles. You get the angle that I believe that was alluding to where you remove her, his hand is up her skirt on her ass. Let's just call it like it is. That's how she's grinded on his hand. Whether it's all the way up oh, there or whatever, you can't see. So, yeah, without the blur, that's what it is. But they blurred it out, and that's all they've been able to put out there. My biggest thing here is, look, you are in a place where this is fine. And you are in a place in my outward look of Ohio where I believe the phrase snitches get stitches really hits home. They don't tell, they don't take videos, they don't take pictures as it pertains to people in Ohio treating Ohio legends such as Urban Meyer. So there's a reason why we don't see things coming out of Ohio from Ohio guys until they leave and things of that nature. And I think this is one of those aspects where someone in his circle, maybe outside directly, was trying to get him. This doesn't come out. He's at his place. This doesn't come out unless somebody's trying to get him, one. Number two, the whole NFL doing this, doing that, you're not paid, got to relieve yourself. I've heard for the past five days from punters to linemen to quarterbacks, they have never, ever, ever seen a coach not fly back with their team. 
guys who played in the 90s to guys who just retired. Not one single player. I mean, is this is this full total con- collusion? They all don't <laughs> want to throw any coach under the board, under the bus? Don't think so. This is unheard of. Not flying back with your team, whether it was to to drink, whether it was to spend time with your family, whether it was to just look at the stars and collect yourself. How you deal with losses is how you deal with losses. Not flying back with your team is unheard of in the NFL for over 100 years or however long they've been flying with teams. Probably goes back to 70s, 80s. Sorry, not that long. Let's not be dumb. But going back home with your team after a game is what NFL head coaches do, regardless if you lost by 30 or won by 60. That's all there is to it. So that's what looks bad on the NFL. And you're a loser, and you're probably going to keep on losing. <laughs> but see, that, that goes back to him not having control. He had control in college. He has no control here mm-hmm. except for coaching these players. And him not having control, he doesn't, I don't think he knows how to separate college coaching and college life from NFL, and this is all business. You can do that shit in college. You can let your team fly back while you go to the strip club or whatever, and nobody knows mm-hmm. about it. But NFL, Who cares? That shit, it's a totally, totally different monster out here. You're you a public figure now. Everybody's going to film your ass in the strip club <laughs> or wherever you are, in the bar, after your team mm-hmm. loses. They're filming you, saying, like, what, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And you got to think, too. There's people that hate, like, look, not, you're not going to be loved by everyone. You got to think there's people that thought years ago, that, again, this is, like Black said, this shit is too nonchalant. You too comfortable, playboy. You've been doing this mm-hmm. just before tonight. Exactly. But, but you mean to tell me nobody's ever released a pick? Nobody's ever released a video up until now when you 0-4 in the NFL? Not when you went in natties in college? I think there's something there. You get what I'm saying? It's shit on someone who's winning because who cares? You release a video of him rubbing on some girl's booty right after he wins a national championship. Yeah, but that's that's why I think there may be some like blackmail with that. I I think there may be some like, yo, something we know. And, um, yo, now you in the NFL. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. let me get some chicken. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So then, then so you have might to, be like fan. Urban goes. Urban said, "No, I, I, you ain't going to do it. You ain't done it yet." That's what yeah. I would have to do yeah. at this point. Real quick though, but you know, even though it was his place, you just played the other team, the opposing team in that team's town. Exactly. That's not mm-hmm. to assume that fans didn't travel. I mean, there's super fans out there that buy tickets to every game. You know what I mean? And know mm-hmm. all about them. And it could have been. A Jaguars fan. And after just losing, damn Jaguars fan, he's like, look at this. Look at this as our coach. Because he don't probably probably like me with Garrett. I mean, I know if I had the opportunity, shit, I was trying to fucking expose Garrett like expect the guest. I'd be all over the fucking place. (laughs) You never know what the fuck I'm going to be. Popping out of a tree trying to catch that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Even set up some shit. You know what I mean? Tripping, falling to a woman, grab her titty. You know what I mean? Pictures. Sending them straight in. Get the fuck out of here, Garrett. So, 
you know, I'm not to say that anything is elaborate as that, but now, I feel you, know, I feel you man, but you got to be a super fan to be able to tell this time. man and realize he didn't get on the plane with the with the people. Them, you got to be a because, super fan to realize that shit. Because I mean, but but you do this man if you're an Ohio native is what I think he's trying to say. If you're an Ohio native who's a Jacksonville fan, Ohio's that Ohio, and if you're from that area. And you go to urban Oh, you say, all right, so you know people in the airport. Well, no, I'm just saying, not even that. Like, look, that what I've learned in the past week is astonishing about Ohio. They are the small podunk town that is not a small bunk town in a state. And, you know, when it comes to Ohio State and where they are and all that, they are just so much of everyone talks to each other. No, It's literally is six degrees of separation from how much somebody knows. And if there's an inside source, most likely you get two or three people and it's the person that they're talking about. So that's where I'm seeing, that's where I'm And when I said, Oh, when, when he brought that up is I, I fully believe an Ohio state native, Ohio state fan native who just happens to be a Jacksonville Jaguars. And again, the odds on this are, 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 you know, whatever. That yeah, I was there. Say, that's kind of funny. And, Hey, hey, who knows? Who knows? Hey, maybe you're an Urban Meyer fan, and you follow him, and now you're, oh, man, look at this. Man, look at this guy now. Yeah, he's, he's a loser now. You know, he can't win. I'm your fan. Now, look, it, those things happen. We don't know why white people do white things. Just those things happen. And and I'm just, look, it, bro, it's just to I got I to gotta be honest with you, man. You said earlier, he was too nonchalant, right? Mm-hmm. If that's his place, he got an office in the back. He could have done whatever he wanted to do. He yeah. was public with whatever he was doing because he was comfortable with it. And I think this, I got to be honest with you, I, what you said earlier too, like everybody in that building know what it is. So yeah. if you leak some footage and we find out, you might get boozed up a little bit, son. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? Look, Somebody going to rough the, you up. The tweets are gone. The tweets are gone. I spent the better part of the weekend looking for tweets that were less well, than twelve hours old that are gone, that are deleted. I mean, all that and this is, is money a world, nowadays, man. All that takes is money nowadays. It is, but it isn't. To me, you can offer me. Now, like, what I'm if saying, you're talking about the NFL knows the real, how to clean up their tracks too. The NFL knows how to clean up that too. But the fact is, is you can offer me a one-time sum, or I could keep making money off this clip every time it gets clicked for the next year. That's way more money nah, than that. Nah, I mean, sun. but do remember, we just had we just had a whole craft. One of the craft brothers was out there farming and doing this and that, and that shit went away, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it happens. This shit happens, right? Okay, and and when we when we talk about the the repercussions, and J Rock brought up, he may no longer coach again in the NFL, which is a huge possibility. Shad Khan coming out and taking so much offense to this, and I don't think he takes much offense to the fondling as I think he takes offense to not being on that fucking plane with your team. And like, look, man, is there only is there only places to fondle in Ohio? Like Jacksonville don't got clubs and and young coeds too. And like, yeah. Like you know what I mean? So like let's 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 be real here. If you could you could just fly home, get off the plane. You left your wife with the kids anyway. She tweeted that out. Do it at home, do it in Jacksonville. 
And then again, that brings up the point. Nah, he went to Henry you're Bennett, not, you're not Henry willing Bennett. to do hey, it in Jacksonville. Hey, man, hold on. That's that man. I was going to say, I was going to say real quick. I was going to say, it's not, it's not, it's not, uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because you don't feel comfortable doing that in Jacksonville. You feel comfortable doing that in Ohio. They play that game in Jacksonville. I don't think we see this. So it's like, you know, you can get deeper in the conspiracy theory and say, man, did they set him up? Did the NFL set him up? Yo, you, 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 you know, you put it at week four, you know that if it's going good or not, he's got to go home. I don't know. Those things are just so, so out there. But to me, the now, biggest thing. I don't thing, think NFL set him up. I think they're cleaning it up. But I think somebody else did, like in the town. Like, yo, mm-hmm. look, man. Exactly. Chips. Mm-hmm. Oh, what if, hey, look, what if he, he did look, what, what if he, he set himself up? That's my because that was my next point. He wants to be an NFL coach, bro. To tell y'all the mm-hmm. truth, if you see him on the sidelines, oh, this dude is not it? used to losing. This not dude is not all. used to losing. Uh, he don't like that shit. This is the second time in his coaching oh, career he's okay. ever lost four more games since, like, all the way back to his first coaching job. Exactly. Like I said, he don't have control. He don't got. He he doesn't recruit these players like he did in college. He can't pick these players like he did in college. He can't groom these players like he did in college. He has no control over this shit, and he's losing on top of that. I guarantee you he thought it was going to be just like college. He, I guarantee you he thought it was – because, look, you can't come out here as a grown-ass man and go, man, it's like playing Alabama every week. Are you fucking kidding me? Alabama could probably like. What are you talking about? Like Alabama could probably be half these teams. <laughs> like man, like Alabama could beat your team. First of all, Jacksonville. I mean, to be disrespectful, but this is this is real. Like you, you came into the league, and you're not that good because you can't pay people more than other people can pay them. Mm-hmm. You can't pay these players more money than the other 31 teams because that's what you did in college. You can't do that now, and you can't get the five stars because everybody's got a five star. So I'm with you. I'm 100% in agreement. This was a setup done by himself. He wants out of the league. The, the, The immediate response from Shaq Khan, what what I think is going on and I think is what he wanted the the apology doesn't seem it, it obviously it is what it is but i can't look man if he didn't go out he's still a loser he still loses week 5 probably week 6 he's the first and only team to ever go 0117 if he continues to be this coach i talk about we talked about Houston and i and i st- i was the lone wolf on this airways, talking about it is so hard to go 0-17. It is the one of the hardest things to do, even to go 0-16. Man, they they what they put on the field for four weeks, there's no doubt in my mind they go 0-17. And looking at their schedule, I can't find somewhere where you go, oh, maybe they squeak one out because this team isn't ready or this team is almost as bad as them. They had that opportunity in Houston smacked. So, 
it's it's over for them. It's bad. I feel bad for the 53-man roster because they don't deserve none of this. Again, they don't deserve none of this. It's not a great roster, but they don't deserve none of it. And and and, and Trevor Lawrence, he's going to be degraded and, and, and demeaned in the public eye because he's not going to have a winning record. He's not going to look good. He's going to have the, the Sam Darnold treatment, so to speak, when it pertains to a franchise that just doesn't know what they're doing. I mean, ugh. you had the opportunity to just not look this bad, and you blew every opportunity. And Shah Khan, I don't know what to say to him, man, but he's not a good owner, but he's not a bad owner. You know, it's kind of like one of those things, like, what the hell? Um, Just real quick, and, and some news before we go off these airwaves pretty soon. That we're gonna be going on closings, but um, Joaquin Grant from the Dolphins was just traded to the Bears today, as well as um, I think the I'm not sure if they put him on IR, but pretty sure that he's done for about three weeks. And David what? Montgomery running back for the Bears, so. Oh no! No! What? No! Yeah. Yeah, he hurt himself on oh. Sunday. I mean, it does good for me as a Packers fan, but, um, yeah, that's not good for those uh, fantasy owners. Not at all. Grant is a lightning bolt, though. That's my son, boy. Yeah, he is pretty good, man. I like him on what he was doing in Miami, so see what he do in Chicago. But uh, I don't care. I don't want them to win anyway. (laughs) I don't want them to win anyway. Keep losing, P. Please. Keep losing. But, um, no, uh, besides that, man, great show. Of course, man, not till I was Tuesdays, man. You had a lot of shit to go on and a lot of topics to take. And you touched on damn near all of them. So, pause. Yeah, I mean, great to you, man. Great addition to the team. Glad to have you on board. Next up, we got the big Wednesdays with Black Freezy tomorrow. Was it six or seven? I believe it's seven. I think you like go at seven. <laughs> uh, if I didn't have these Venom two tickets, we would have went at seven two, fellas. <laughs> All gravy. All gravy. Um Good luck. Oh, well, I ain't gonna say no good luck, man. But enjoy the movie and shit. Enjoy the movie. <laughs> Safe out there. You know what I mean, they show you. Yeah, we will. We will. We'll definitely enjoy this movie. Um, real it's quick because. before we before we get out of here, um, we'll get some closing statements in. I want to run through uh, the slate for Week Five just so everyone can get a, a grasp of things. Um, Sunday morning is gonna start super early, so get ready. Thursday night football. What I hear is the best division in football. The Los Angeles Rams take on the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Um, That's a good one. Uh, The Rams are favored by two and a half. Thursday morning in – or Thursday morning. Sunday morning in London, off their fresh win, the New York Jets take on the Atlanta Falcons in London. Uh, See how uh, they do. Falcons favored by three. Um, The regular slated games at one o'clock start. Packers versus – Packers at Bengals, uh, Packers three points. Lions at – oops, sorry, give me one second here. Things are fucking up. Lions at – there we go. 
Lions at Vikings, Vikings by seven and a half. Broncos at Steelers, Steelers one point. Uh, Buccaneers hosting the Dolphins, Buccaneers getting 10 points. Uh, Saints up against Washington, Saints getting one and a half. Eagles traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers, Panthers getting three and a half. Uh, The Titans taking on the Jaguars, Tennessee getting four points, and Patriots taking on Texans. That ends out the morning one o'clock games. Uh, Patriots getting nine points there. Uh, the afternoon games: Bears versus Raiders. Uh, Bears at Raiders. Uh, Raiders getting five and a half. Browns at Chargers. Chargers getting one and a half. Your wonderful game, which will probably be the game of the week. Gi- Giants at Cowboys. Cowboys getting seven points. Niners at Cardinals. Cardinals getting five and a half. Sunday night football. Man, that's a pew, pew, pew. I can't whistle, but you know the Western. Bills, Jets, Chiefs, Chiefs hosting the Bills, Sunday night football. I'm ready. Sing it, carry. Two and a half points to the Chiefs, Monday night football. Uh, two sprains, uh, Carson Wentz going up to Baltimore to lose Baltimore by seven to round out Monday night. Can't wait. Week five ready to go. Here we go. Um we will do these closing statements to get on out of here. Shakes, go ahead, lead us off. Yeah, man. Um, great win. Uh, we'll talk more on debate Wednesday about week five and Giants going against the Cowboys. Can't wait to preview uh, week five. Uh, I think this is the final day we get to or go over week four. So goodbye to week four. You was good to us. We on to week five. And um, great week so far in the shakedown as well. It was a great Montana Mondays. It was a good um, Nacho Average Tuesday. So it's on you now, Black Freezy, on the debate Wednesdays. Keep it going. And I'm not, it ain't no doubt in my mind that you will. So um, shout-outs to the crew. Same, it, not even same. It, it, it's definitely complete right now. The team is complete, and we are definitely going out there to make moves to make sure that everything is official. So can't wait for all this to go down. Can't wait for week five. A lot of shit that I'm anticipating. So holla at you on Debate Wednesdays. Yes, sir. Thank you, Shakes. LRP, closing statement, if you may. All right, I think we got LRP in the background unless he's muted. All righty, go ahead, Black. Take us away. Closing statement, sir. You good? Yeah, yeah. Great show, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to tune in tomorrow, Debate Wednesdays. We're going to break down these girls, man. You know what I'm saying? Over there spanking cows on the ass. You understand? But uh, the whole situation is, man, great show. Um, NFL, man, a lot of great games, man. You know, a lot of good games, man. Even some of them Thursday nights, man. You know, some of them shit used to be terrible. You know, a lot of great games. Maybe we just missed it, you know what I'm saying? I really missed it with the fans, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, seeing that, you know, people respond and react to the fans, you know, giving the fans rock when they score and shit like that. You know what I mean? I think that's what it's about. But, um... At the end of the day, man, great show. Uh, I was watching a little bit of uh, NBA preseason. They're coming out. Damn, this shit's already happening. Um, 
boy, this year is almost over. <laughs> Shit. This year is almost over. The fuck? So, y'all tune in tomorrow, Debate Wednesdays, and I'm up here. Mm-hmm. Big time in sports, man. Huge time in sports. Yes, sir. J-Rock, closing statement before we get on up out of here. <clears throat> yes, sir. Yeah, appreciate everybody for coming out, man, listening to the show for the past two hours. Uh, appreciate everybody who's downloading this uh, bonus hour. Um, try to do that for the fans, man, when we actually get out and talk the real. Um, but, yeah, man, next week, man, we're going to be – in the D, Delaware, pause. Um, <laughs> uh, that's all I got, man. See y'all next, well, tomorrow. See y'all tomorrow. Big Wednesdays. Black Freezy. We out. Yes, sir. Black, J-Rock, LRP, Shakes, man. The whole crew, E, came in earlier, said his piece. I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm sure he'll tell me how. Um, you guys will stop Ezekiel from rushing from 120. How uh, Diggs won't catch any interceptions. Um, but other than that, this is going to be an amazing, amazing week, I think. Because you know why? Because last week was amazing. We're just going to keep it keep it rolling. Like I said, these victory weeks, they're too far and few between. Can't wait till we, as fans, me being a Packer, you as a Giants, have more of these because it's a lot more fun. The shows are more entertaining for me, and it's just not so negative. Um, and I just, I would just like to say, um, there's, there's, a, there's a certain man in a chat whose name starts with C. I would just like to joke or laugh at him because Daniel Jones ain't the bum you thought he is, Charlie. Sorry to break it to you, buddy, but he's a good quarterback, and you just going to have to live with it. You were wrong, like you're wrong about most of your things and prognostications. Still waiting for Will Beatty. Um, I am. He is. I am happy. He is still waiting for me. And and all I want to say is is I just love this show. I love each and every one of you. Shakes, LRP, Black, J Rock, E. The list goes on. The callers, I mean, the tweets I've gotten, the DMs I've gotten since starting this show. Thank you so much. I can't wait to continue this as, as long as I can. Um, there is a a tunnel vision that people like to say they get when they're in the zone. You know, hey, did you see the crowd when you did this? Hey, did you see the people outside watching you while you sold this big thing? No, nah, I didn't notice because I was I was in the zone. So I don't I I I would like to say I don't notice, but I notice. Thank you for the follows. Thank you for the tweets. Thank you for the DMs. This is awesome. I can't wait to keep this going. Everyone is everyone, but my opinion's better than yours. Keep it at that. At Nacho in the box. Twitter. Anything you want to tell me, I will tell you you're wrong any day of the week and twice on Sundays, especially when my Packers win. Keep it live. We got 18 minutes or 15 minutes. It don't matter because my quarterback needs 37 seconds. Go, Pack, go. Y'all have a great evening. Giants show tomorrow. I know y'all tired of me talking about everyone else and except y'all Giants. Big Blue, come back tomorrow. You're going to hear the debates, the liveliness. Some people will tell you why they're negative. Some people will tell you why they're positive. Some people drinking some Kool-Aid. 
And some people are already popping cyanide, even after a win. I don't get it. Thank you guys so much. Love y'all. Have a great night. No doubt, man. And like we always say around this time, we don't expect y'all to agree with us. Damn sure expect y'all to understand. Understand? So don't get shook up because we keep shit live. It's the shakedown rep in New York Johns on that drive for five. And we out of there going old school today. Take us away, J-Rock. Yo, I just been shook by shit down. We out.